0: Welcome everyone to the Faded Connections Path of Exile Community Podcast, episode number twenty-nine. Faded Connections is a Path of Exile Community Podcast hosted by myself and Balor Mage. Tonight, in the uh, under the star of racing, at the same time with a wonderfully organized event by Brittle Knee. If you haven't seen it, check it out. There is community racing going on right now, and. Um, Probably that will be available for the people who listen to the recording as well as a recording. Um, we have two amazing racing related, slightly racing related guests. Um, <laughs> so uh, first of all, of course, we got Ty uh, Ty Killer who has been blasting off really hard. And yeah, what up? Oh, is that, is that my turn? I don't yeah, know. yeah, it's it's oh, okay. always I awkward. It's it's not your fault. Okay. It's it's the way yeah, that
1: no, I well. do it. <laughs> you know, <my> name's <laughs> uh, I've been doing Pewee learning for over a year and a half. Just you know, playing the game, having fun. Some mushrooms about learning teaching. Uh, that's awesome. Getting better.
0: And the the one and only uh, camel is also here. Who, if you haven't seen him before, should be known to you at least from the name Camel Races. Which, uh, yeah, we're synonymous with uh, Path of Exile racing for quite some time.
2: That's true, hello. Thank you for having me.
3: Awesome that you could make it. How... how... Just, oh? just real quick. Is it Camel or Camille? It's Camel. It is Camel? Alright. Yeah. Is that, I read it first, like... Probably 200 times and i always just read it as camille and then i started hearing people say camel and i was like one of us is wrong a I lot of people said
2: camel because i played with havoc for a long time and he always called me camel and i just don't care enough to correct anybody <laughs> so you can call
4: me whatever it doesn't really matter but it's camel is cool yep that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, so, so what have you guys
0: been up to? Uh, was a pretty, pretty uh, tightly packed last couple of weeks. There was a lot of uh, events in racing in Path of Exile, but at the same time, we're a little bit in the downtime between leagues, and people have been branching out, playing other games. What, what have you personally been doing? Titan. I'll,
1: go, I'll go ahead and start. Uh, so I, I was practicing pretty hard for the method races, you know, trying to pop off, trying to beat Havoc. Wasn't able to pull it out in the end, but I was able to beat a lot of other people. I had a lot of fun in those Um. Other than that, i just kind of been taking time off. I had a lot of FPS issues recently, so I just played Maple Story private
4: servers with some friends. That's about Red it. Story is a cool game, from what I hear. Yep. Yeah, like the servers. Uh, and you can...
2: Um, at, as for me, I've been playing... Uh, well, I got closed beta on the first day for Valorant. So I've been playing a bunch of that because I kind of suck at FPS games. So I've been trying to get better. And I played a little bit of Apex... And yeah, that's about
4: it. Most of them playing Valorant, working, you know, living mm. life. Usual. Me and Tai Tai played Valorant. Tai Tai is yeah, better did. than he
2: said he was. He advertised himself as the worst Valorant player, and he's actually not bad.
1: I'm the second worst
4: Valorant player.
2: Tai Tai is a very good listener, and deserves what he can do better at. So, which Thanks, I guess Thanks. we'll talk about with POE racing, but that's how you got good at POE racing.
0: Yeah. yeah, we gotta get there first. I think we've all we've all uh, realized that in the past year or two that Taita is incredibly uh, talented at getting better at things.
2: Yeah, I mean, a part of it is that he's just got good mental attitude. PMA. Yeah, I
3: feel like a part of that is just the ability to hit your head on the same wall over and over again until you break through it. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's Thanks. it's just straight up, um. can... like. A lot of it is learning and listening for sure, but definitely just being able to do it over and over again and just keep practicing and still feel good about doing another practice run and then another practice run and then another one. And then you look back and you're like, oh, we cut 10 minutes off the time. Let's go again. Oh, sort of. I
1: mean, most of like tie 23 strategy was like, you know, do a run, think about it conceptually, break it down piece by piece and really like observe and spend more time analyzing it. Whereas my style has always just been like, oh, I did these three things wrong. Let me slam my head into my keyboard and do another run. And then, okay, I did this wrong. Let me slam my head on the keyboard and just, you know, do another run.
2: But and that's actually that's like, a, pretty... like an
1: inefficient. It's pretty. An
2: 18 month conversation between me and Ty Tai about how he needs to get better.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <Pretty much>. uh,
2: <laughs> the way that he practices was bad yeah. for a long time. I think he got better, though. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, run next time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure I think the most I have lot of good racers he just knows that he sucks pretty much if i suck you just gotta know that you suck and then you can get better
1: yeah i mean i suck the most probably out of most of the racers i would say <laughs> you know what i'm saying
2: i mean the cool thing about poe racing is like there's like so much uh i don't know there's like so much stuff that goes on in poe racing that you make so many mistakes inevitably throughout a run that there's just always a way to improve like even tie never played perfect like it's impossible yep. so mm-hmm. like speedrunning in other games there is actually like a perfect way to do it especially cuz it's not quite as long generally um and yeah there's just like so many um points of improvement if you just keep hammering away other well, yep.
0: games also don't have that many rg factors in it i mean in poe really everything it starts from the the vendor inventories the layouts I mean, there is some consistency, but there's always some random factor that you cannot 100% predict.
1: I don't know, like, when I was practicing for ExcelCon, I pretty much hit the same mark every single time until I, you know, thought about it and, like, you know, fixed, improved my, you know, mistakes, and then I was consistently getting, like, 10 seconds faster, 20 seconds faster, you know, until I eventually had a, you know, I would hit these various walls where it's like, okay, I did, like, Katalva at, like, 106, and I could do, like, every single run. and. I mean, that that took a really long time to get there, but there was a, a number of days where, like, I was just getting 110, 110, 110, 111, 112, yeah. one or nine, you know, just back to back.
4: So there's a and lot of... me, uh
2: me, Ty and Gucci did leak start practice. And we would do, like, three Act 10 runs a day. And we did... Mm-hmm. I forget what the time was, but it was, like, within a minute every single time. Yep. Like, I'm not okay. even jo- Like, literally within a minute. Like, 20 seconds apart, 30 seconds apart, mm-hmm. which over... It probably if was a team, like a,
3: that's what three and a half four hours or something for you guys. No, Somewhere around
2: there. I think it was like two hours and 14, 15 minutes, something like that. It was it wasn't what? that
1: long. This was about right. At league
0: start.
2: Yeah, yeah. We I forget what league we did. It was like Legion League. That, that I was. Said, Do you remember the league we competed with you guys? It was when you and Havoc played.
0: Was that solo group practice? Was that, was that group, group with porting practice? each other? Okay. Or was that Havoc? was Metamorphs. <laughs> Metamorph. Yeah, that was, that was Metamorph. I remember because
2: we were complaining we did about it.
4: Because
2: like, I knew like Ty was going to uh, retire, so I wanted to do one last league with him. So me, Gucci, Aww. and Ty played with him.
4: Sweetie. I love Ty, by the way. I love him, too. So I Seems can't like even get my head around like.
3: that. I'm like doing Cruel Lab. Yeah. I they're doing Kataba 10. It's fine.
4: I mean, it's
1: also like old campaign, you know, pre-nerf builds, pre-nerf, yeah. pre-buffed campaign. So you know, old times aren't going to be beaten anytime soon. Are you soon. sure
2: it's Metamorph? It might have been Legion. What was the? No, nah, remember- it's,
1: it's, it's definitely Metamorph for me. So no, remember- no, 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 no. Um, It was, it was Blight. It was Blight. My bad. No, I was going to say okay. Blight because Metamorph was a buff.
2: I know for a fact it was the league where they buffed Smoke Mine because we didn't use Smoke Mine because we had no idea it was awesome. Whatever league they buffed Smoke. It must have
0: been Blight, because Blight was the, the mine uh, rework, and that's when they made if we had mines known, throwable. We
2: really cut, like, ten minutes off of our mm-hmm.
0: time. Yeah, it's insane. We didn't know
1: about it either, I don't think. Uh, I think Hesla told me about it, like, way later on for a race, but uh, it was definitely um, Blight, because we were complaining
0: about Blight on that. Blight, okay. M- must have been Blight, it's- because Blight is when mines became throwable, and before that, obviously, like, only use smoke mine for the speed buff i think and not as a an actual blink skill unless you were yep. opening strong boxes like put a mine there open the strong box and blink back to the mine but that was clunky
5: mm-hmm.
0: um i i think we want to directly gara and to go into going to some of the the topics that we prepared and that's uh what i want to hear about is uh Taita killer you are unlike a lot of veterans who are good at racing you're someone who only came into the game Around Legacy League. That's yep. right. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what, what, uh, what got you to start the game? And what got uh, you to get into racing? What got
1: me to start the game was that I was playing Diablo 3 with my friend. And then my friend stopped playing Diablo 3. And he started playing PoE. And I was like, hey, this game's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really care about racing. I just wanted to be faster than my friend. He was like lapping me around like difficulties, you know. So I was like pretty mad. <laughs> uh, when Camel organized his first race, I was like invited by um i think ventura recommended me or something like that it was like yo, you... Yeah, yeah yeah it was rathalus and cam was like yo you want in, buddy? i'll get you in And i was like really me with the big boys like it wasn't like like i wasn't trying to compete to compete i was just trying to you know have fun and i mean i guess i've been trying to have fun the whole time but uh it wasn't until like more recently that i took it like a little bit more seriously
0: that's awesome And for you camel uh when since when are you playing the game i think i haven't even asked you that when i talked to you the other day
2: well i'm i'm pretty old i'm 28 and when i was younger i used to play wow and i was in a couple wild WoW guilds i was in blood legion um, which is a pretty popular wild WoW guild and then i played with a bunch of buddies and i started in 1.3 which was bloodlines and then I had kind of a weird early 20s. So I like moved around and did a lot of partying and stuff. And then I got more into it when I was in my mid 20s. And I started racing like around when they had the re- last race season. And I just remember getting like really pissed off because Dead and Doom would be like three zones ahead of me. So I just like started like spamming practice, just like practicing all the time. But there was no racing after that last race season except the Havoc race, um, which I didn't end up getting into. I tried to hit them up to get into it, but I didn't get into it. And then uh,
4: they announced the uh, private leagues, and so I saw a way for us to start racing again. And
2: yeah, pretty much I yeah, I don't know. I just loved POE racing. Um, it was always so much fun. Uh, especially going against... Some, some people have gotten like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Specifically competing against Havoc and Dead and Doom is a lot of fun. Competing against Havoc is the best.
1: Against chip, and, and Doom. Tip, tip, Exile, Dead and Doom, and Havoc are so fun to play against right now, in my opinion.
2: Uh, Dead, Dead and Doom's great. The problem with going against Dead and Doom is that he's just like me and him. So every race since the beginning, uh, since like my first races, we've been in Discord together. So mm-hmm. it's just like literally just us talking shit for however long the race is. And it just mm-hmm. we both are considerably worse because we just hang out in Discord talking shit to each other. It's yeah. like we're playing our own race, and then everyone else is racing against
5: each other. <laughs> uh, know, I, I,
1: I could tell uh, there was there was one race where I was in Discord, and I was like, "This is kind of trolling." Like I, I'm just trying to be, you know, entertaining. Not trying to. I be, remember uh, I was like watching
2: Rise's vod because you would do like casting for a race, and I'm literally just laughing for like an hour and a half. And he's like, <laughs> "Cam was not even taking this seriously." <laughs> I'm like, dude, Dead and Doom was just screaming into my ear about how he hasn't found a three link in 3X. And he's just like <laughs> losing his mind. Uh.
0: So, what what does it make outside of the ability to race? What does it make a good opponent in, in your eyes? Like, because you said people, certain people are so fun to race against. Is it really just their ability that they consistently are a challenge to play against? Or is there other things, other factors?
2: I was thinking about Where- this the other day. And uh, not sorry to cut you off, Tai Tai. But I was thinking about there's two different racers in my mind, and me and Havoc are the same kind of racer, and Tai Tai is a different kind of racer than us. (laughs) Tai Tai is similar to Gucci because me and Havoc. I, I thought about this. Me and Havoc, and this is why Havoc's so fun to play against, is we both will do like weird shit specifically so that we can trash talk later because nobody else thought of it. Like even if it's not the best thing. And Ty Ty and Gucci just want to have the best time possible, so they'll do like cookie cutter builds. They don't care. That's why Havoc's so fun to go against because Havoc, like, if you lose to him, and then he's like, "Dude, I played Storm Call. Like, you guys don't even know." And then he just starts talking shit to you, and you're like, "Oh no, dude!" It's I'm true. <laughs> it
5: feels so bad, dude. He, he
2: tries to bury you with like 300 IQ plays beyond just speed, <laughs> and so you just can't. Yeah, losing to havoc is horrible. I hate losing to <laughs> havoc. Like Tai Tai is just like, all right, he played the oos build better than me. Like whatever. Like, good yeah. job, buddy. Yeah, losing yeah. to havoc, this dude. Yeah, I don't know.
1: He pulls up the stops.
2: So yeah, he there are people, him. especially especially like Tai Tai probably has like different like rivals so to speak than I do, just because he's newer. So he has like people who are newer. Like Chip, him and Chip are probably yeah. pretty close competitors. Yeah, he-
1: He's my rival uh we kind of got this little like group going on like me chip and XL are just you know best buds basically you know chip sends me a new game and we play like penguin jump you know just a little like multiplication game meant for like fourth graders and we just we just sit in that and just play it for an hour here and there <laughs> wait that's just a little rant uh what makes a good racer in my opinion get back on topic get back on topic. uh what makes a good racer is just like skill and attitude like. I've never really ran into somebody where I'm like, man, I really hate their attitude. You know, I really despise this player. Uh, I think the only thing that I really dislike is when someone does something weird, like consistently, and it's like bad. It's like like um, when people play like a class that isn't going to win a race, but they get like, I don't know, the first 20 zones because they don't have the mule or, you know, they're just particularly very fast early on. Uh, I, I, I don't really like that, to be honest. I think it would be better if, <laughs> People were like, uh, doing what's best. But like you said, Camel, like there's certain people who do weird stuff and it feels bad to lose to them. But there's some certain people that I feel like they pull out, you know, weird stuff and it doesn't really work. But and it still took me. So
2: Quantrick playing Templar every race.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. I respect him.
2: Yeah. Did, sometimes you saw that in like the, uh, um, was that like uh, the second method like qualifier? I remember they were talking about like going, didn't Dendum go duelist? Yeah. I like, yeah. You Whatever do. I'm going <laughs> I'm trying this out. Me and Dendum would always do we did Firestorm one race. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the problems for me was I was a, I was the race organizer, so I always felt like kind of compelled to like everyone's playing Storm brand. So I'm like, all right, maybe I should try to do something else sometimes. Like I had like motivations beyond just like trying to be the best racer because I mm-hmm. kind of had to put on a show
4: true it's pretty true um, you also he-
0: streamed when you were racing camel right or you know did you always stream or never stream or how is that because i saw that in the chat earlier a comment that people said they haven't seen you stream but you i did what catch your stream once or twice
2: um i've pretty much always streamed i can't think of a race where i didn't stream um maybe something like the last race season. I used to always stream like league starts. That's how like I ended up knowing people in the race community was just from like SSF league starts and I'd be streaming and people, you know, I'd be like first or second or third or whatever. And then people would stop in and say, hi, I played with havoc for a little while. So I do some group stuff with him. Um, But yeah, I I did stream. I would stream practice for a while too. I did kind of like what Tai Tai does now, which was like, do like runs and try to like talk people through, um, you know kind of the decision making that i was doing and i would do like different like setups i know tie tied does some like ranger runs now or we'll mess around and do melee um Mm -hmm. so i did like similar kind of streams um for a while and then i just it's hard it's it's a major time commitment (laughs) especially because everyone thinks you're gonna like do really well like i remember so one one day i was just like all right, I can literally get sub four hours on any build. And I did it on Smite Jug, and I, like, it was just miserable. I hated the run. I did it in three hours and 59 minutes. I actually did get it in sub four hours, but it was just, yeah. On a Smite brutal.
3: Jug. Oh, yeah. that, doesn't even, that doesn't even sound good.
2: Deathless, by the way.
4: Ooh. God, gamer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
4: That's that is- really amazing.
2: Um, but yeah, that was, honestly, that was a cool thing to do because people would, so that was like, because I had like the benchmarks of like two hours for an Act 5 Catawba, four hours for an Act 10. And then some people like, if you don't really watch streams and you just like play the game and you're like, I'm getting eight hours Act 10 Catawba, like how's four hours even possible? And so it's good. Like, it's really cool that we have streams where people, especially like Ty Ty, like if someone comes in and asks questions, Ty Ty will be like, Hey, you know, this is how you do this or this is how you do that.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm always super yeah. impressed with the, the degree to which Taita manages to still interact with chat while uh, delivering such a high quality uh, racing uh, performance.
4: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what's that, like, is,
0: that, is that just a talent of yours to, to multitask? Not really. Or do you think that um, racing has just become so integral to, to yeah. who you are and what, like, how you work on the inside that you can just do it automatically while interacting with chat?
1: Now it definitely hinders my performance. Like, I'm thinking of doing the, uh, the Piety race, like, partway through the podcast, if that's all right with the team. But uh, it's basically just, like, I look at chat, and then, like, while I'm racing, there's lots of moments where there's, like, there's like nothing to do. You're going somewhere, and, like, you have, like, three seconds to look at chat. I look at chat. I respond to it. You know, it's a bit hard to, to be entertaining while doing it, but it's just something that I've been working on. Like, Zizarin's really good at it. Zizoron plays solo stuff on hardcore, and, you know, people mean that he does a lot, but yeah. the degree to which he interacts with 2,000 people is insane. I look to him for inspiration for stuff like that.
5: Yeah, I yep, agree.
3: That is, that is, I feel, I feel like, like the, the whole chat interaction thing becomes your main job, and then you're racing as best you can while doing that, <laughs> or sure. doing whatever it is you're doing the best you can do while making sure you're on chat.
2: Yep. Well, sometimes Dude, you zone out Like I remember mm-hmm. during the duo race Me and Havoc just were like We're not reading chat And just put it in our stream title um, <laughs> Me and Tai actually both have Gotten world records while streaming Which at a certain Once you realize you're on the path to getting a world record You just stop reading chat Yeah, <laughs> pretty Wait a much. second, this time looks okay Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second yeah, pretty much <laughs> All right, guys, I'm, I'm going up, going up, going black. No chat, guys. Yeah.
1: No chat. You need to turn no the webcam off.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, for me, it always, like, a lot of times when I die to, I mean, always when I die to reading chat, it's because I read chat in a moment where I shouldn't have read chat. So it, it comes down to knowing the game really well and to knowing the, the pacing and the rhythm of your run so that you know when you have a downtime, like a mental downtime where you don't have to pay too much attention to the game, where you can actually do those things. Like a, a small window where you can do chat interactions. Pretty much.
4: Yeah, you
2: actually, I probably, Tai Tai probably knows like certain stretches of zones where it's like I can literally <laughs> autopilot this and read chat. <laughs> so, it's, like Chamber yeah. of Innocence, you could probably just do while reading chat. Like, it doesn't even yeah. matter. Pretty much. Like, that's why, man. like, if, if you're, like, farming, like, Act 1 resets, like, you can't even read chat. There's just, like, too much stuff in Act 1. Yeah. Like, shit your brain off. Sorry, of
1: you. I, I want to mention I'm not sponsored. I just am thirsty. That's all. I don't recognize the brand anyway. So that that really just looks
3: enough.
4: like a metal cup. Yep, that's what it is. Just a metal cup. <laughs> For totally metal. All right. Oh. The, uh, man,
3: every time... I watch races and hear people who are racers talk. It sounds like so much fun to do all the time. Yep. But every time I go and practice I do so terribly in like one or two runs and then I'm like I can't do this. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm going to stop this shit. And then so, I just go do something else. And I so, can't fix that.
1: <laughs> so so that goes along with was sort of my origin story was that um Originally, I had a goal, and my goal was to beat my friend to like I don't know Malachi because that was it back then, um in Legacy League. And then when 3.0 beta came out, I didn't really care to get faster, but I saw the, i saw a Dead in Doom vod, and he was talking through some of his processes, and like, here's what I'm looking for. I need this currency for this, and I had a list of stuff that I needed to get and stuff I needed to do. And once I had this list of like, oh, I drop a transmute, I need that here. Look at this. Look at the colors on this weapon,
5: it's insane! Look
1: at, <laughs>
5: look at that alchemy orb, that's so good to
1: have here! It just becomes like this thrill and you know, it's, it's been a never-ending ride. Pretty you, much.
0: you create your own dopamine rushes.
1: Pretty much. It, it feels better to get like a Wandcraft at level 8 than it does to get like an Exalted orb, you know, in Endgame. In my oh, opinion at least. Way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's night and day difference.
2: Matter of fact, someone could say the Tabula felt too good.
1: <laughs> it's fun. It's I'm
3: sorry, I I'm had to do it. never I'm away argue from that. With
1: that one. I'm argue with them,
0: but, uh, it, <clears throat> Next question, please. Next question. Uh, it's <laughs> hanging behind you there
3: on the wall, right? Like,
4: oh. Yes, it is. Awesome. There it is, dude.
3: <laughs> Just trying to have, cover it up. <clears throat> uh, it's
2: priceless,
1: dude.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm not selling that for anything. My best possession. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, the, what I wanted to ask next is, Camel, how did you get from trying to get into Havoc's race and not getting into organizing your own community race events?
2: I guess those things aren't actually that uh, separate. So, I was actually friends with Havoc when I he just like didn't message me back, and uh, you know I had like the right times to get in or whatever. I just wasn't a popular enough streamer. And they had a limitation on how many people could participate because they were streaming. Was a, there was a stream requirement for the race. And so when they announced the private league system, I go, okay, well, this is perfect. So we can just set up a race. I'm not going to have a streaming requirement. It's literally just figuring out who is the best racer, like who is the best at whatever
5: yeah.
2: um, thing we wanted to do. Um and so, one of the cool things was when the private league system came out, Rise did a league and Crying did a league. And both those leagues, uh, we had spent in Discord, like a bunch of the racers, like Ventura, Gucci, Crying, um, I don't know, just probably like 20 other people. We were all in Discord together. And we were saying, like, you know, what if we do a race to like 85 or 90, basically as like a league start simulation? Because everyone loves league start, like day one of league start is the best for people like us, um, people who race. And so like, all right, let's, let's do that again. And one of the cool things was, is I, I was already friends with all the racers for the most part. And I'm like, we can get people excited about it from getting other racers involved. And so, because Gucci was in, Ventura was in, I could get Rise in, and once Rise is in, you know, you get 3,000 viewers wherever the hell Rise gets, and then once Rise is in, I can get Ziz in, and we just show the list, and we'll get people excited about the race, and you know, people like that race, so we ended up doing another one, and that's kind of how I got into race organizing, and it ma- mainly stemmed from not getting into Havoc's race, it was I was like, well, I don't want this, this isn't good, like, just streamers are getting in, like, because then Tai wouldn't have ever raced like how do you get into something you know yep and so it's just like we can't just do it as like a popularity contest you know we set it Mm -hmm. up as if you're good enough or if you if you play enough or if you try enough you can get into the racing so i started doing race organizing basically by accident i mean i just wanted to do one and then ended up turning into a
4: bigger (laughs) thing than i was expecting that's amazing that's, uh, that's how um, long ago was
0: that? That was, uh, that the around... first
2: race was in November, 2018. Yep. And so that's like a, one That's like not, my favorite thing about not racing, even
4: that
2: like when I retired from race organizing, which was fairly recent, like the number one thing I was like most proud of was like, literally like tie Tai, Ty, Ty and steel mage. So like tie tie his stream is like, obviously through his own efforts i'm not trying to take massive credit for it but
4: you know he I mean? got
2: bigger from the racing um and that helped him um same with steel like steel had just started streaming he was trying to get partnered he wasn't a full-time streamer yet and then in the first race that we did he had 4k viewers because he won the race so at the end of the race he had 4k viewers and then that was like the thing that propelled him into becoming a full-time streamer and then ty obviously got to go to exile con that whole thing
1: popped off yeah you know, uh, I mean, you know, like I like think you deserve like most of the credit. I would say I think uh, you provided like the platform for which I could be entertaining and like you know in- increase my enjoyment of the game. And other people see that, and then they come in, and it just kind of like snowballs from there. So thanks. Well, for that.
2: you got you got successful on your own like talents. Obviously, it just like there wasn't there wouldn't have been any races. Yep. I mean, maybe someone would have done something. I don't know. Like I, don't, I, I, I ended up being wounded. the guy. Maybe someone yeah. like organized something, but that was honestly the the most happy I was about anything. Was just like tie, 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 and steel mage, and like those three stories were. Yeah, I don't know what can make me look at fondness over the last uh, eighteen months or whatever it was of uh, race organizing.
4: It'll make me cry, man.
0: I mean that's what they always say about history and like science and politics is like if it wouldn't if it wasn't for that person someone else would have done it but it still takes courage to to step up and to actually do it before it becomes a thing right like now we all know like you know if you ex- if you do races the community will love it but at the time when you did it it was pretty much not so mu- not not so sure it was a, a pioneer kind of step pretty much
2: well there's a lot of um there's a lot of things that just like happened by accident. Like I wasn't expecting like the first race was legitimately the biggest race in PoE history. Like, if you look at the people in that race, it's absolutely like every great PoE except. racer ever, except Crame. And yeah, Fraggy. Some of the early, early people. Like everyone mm-hmm. was in it. And uh yeah, so I kind of had an obligation to do a second one and then Honestly, like some of the other accidental stuff was just like people I ended up meeting, like Faderon, who runs PoE Racing, and he's done like really cool stuff. Like, if you look at like what he did with the method races, like he's helped out community racing so much. The casting tools, you know, all this stuff Mm
4: -hmm. happened
2: by accident or just like people other than me's enthusiasm based on my initial enthusiasm.
4: And I could just kind of ride a wave of other people being excited also. So what what
3: made you get from there? Because obviously, all of our community racing is huge now. But what made you go from there to decide that you didn't want to keep running them yourself anymore?
4: Um, I think mostly.
2: Well, obviously, with anything, once you get enough people, there is a certain amount of drama involved, um, for any number of reasons, and I try to avoid it as much as possible. But you know, stuff needs to get done, and then you're just like having a conversation with someone you super don't want to have. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to do this conversation. So I like, we'll pass it off to like brittle knee or I'll pass it off to tie tie and just be like, eh, I'm, I'm good on this. Um, one, I I mean, I started playing other games and, uh, wasn't as enthused by racing. Like it takes a lot of enthusiasm to set this up. Like, cause I have to track people down make sure that people are going to play in it. I have to track the casters down. I always throw the casters a little bit of money, um, just so they're not like wasting their time or feel like they're wasting their time. You know, I have to donate to the prize pool. Um, yeah, I have to take VODs and make sure that people are, um, qualifying. And there is a, a decent amount of work involved and it just became, you know, I don't know if I have the enthusiasm to do this on top of the fact that, um, I actually think that racing is in a better place without me because people had used me as a crutch so that um, they could just say, I don't have to do anything in terms of organization. I can just wait for Camel to come back and make races. And now <laughs> since I've retired, we've seen you know four different races. Um, Soup Lines doing a weekly race. We got Brittle's race today. We got Method races. So I think it's actually better for racing that we have people
4: with good enthusiasm. Doing it as opposed to me, who is kind of lukewarm to it. That's fair enough. Is there like any? Tai Tai has a different idea. Tai Tai, do you feel like racing is in a better spot now?
1: I mean, I like more races. I'm a racer, so getting more races is just cool. Um, I didn't think we'd see as many races, honestly. When you step down, I just thought like, oh well, you know, there will be one here or there. I'll join the private leagues and that'll be my racing. But I didn't expect we'd actually get like, you know, the method rush race or anything like that. Uh, Still sad to see you go, but I particularly like soup lines races where you run some weekly instead of monthly. So you can see like, because if you practice for something and then, you know, it shows up at the end of the month or, you know, start of the month or whatever, and you die, then it's like, I got an entire month of like, practice i guess of nothing to do really so it feels really weird um i wouldn't say it's better i wouldn't say it's worse i think that some people have definitely stepped up and that's been an improvement but it's the outcome is good but the the chance of us landing to where we are now is like pretty slim i feel like it's
2: It's, i think it's better definitely considering what you're saying and i don't know if this is getting a little bit ahead of myself but So one of the major issues with my races was the infrequency of them and how Mm -hmm. good someone could get at one specific format if they were infrequent. So one, obviously, honestly, I love Ty and I love what he did for racing. He really showed like how good someone could get at racing. But it actually was an issue how good he got because the amount of playing you have to do to get that good and to be able to compete with that guy is just like, legitimately daunting i tried to do it for like four months and you just get to a point where like i just don't have the focus like i just can't i can't play 10 hours a day like this guy was doing mob hp totals and mud flats to see which mobs were worth killing like
5: (laughs) it's just like
2: ridiculous like why like why would i even and then you just get to a point like all right i'm not even gonna try and like a lot of the like the racers were just like I know what I have to do to be good, and it's just too much.
4: Yep. Sounds and about right. Like,
2: if races are more frequent, you know, we get weekly races, or we get the method races, which is... You know, I... Even talking to, like, Dead and Doom, that's one of Dead and Doom's major issues, is, like, so, old race seasons you could get good just by playing the race season. Because there would be 50 races, and by race you know, 12, you've practiced act 1 through 3 enough to be, like, decent. Yeah. Whereas this one, you're just, like, practicing like every single day just for one race a month where you could die to some desync or some some act four and then just be like, all right, I just wasted all of this time.
4: Yep. Uh, I, I don't even think it's a question anymore.
3: I'm pretty sure everybody actually wants it. But like the difference between... GDG putting on races, race seasons, actual race events that they do, that they have done at least in the past. And our community ones. Our community ones are always way more organized and way more, I want to say, televised. Mm -hmm. The ones that GDG put on are so much more inclusive of everyone. Like, Like, way more people do them and get involved when they do stuff. And Ah, I just at this point I just wish that they would get more involved. I they keep saying they're going to or they're working with people, but then at least from the outside it feels like nothing happens. And so I'm to let you in on a conversation
2: that me, uh Chris and Ziggy had. Um I think a couple other people were on it, but I don't have to necessarily include them, but so one of the conversations about racing and this is like when we were planning the exile con race so we had to set up qualifiers for it and i tried to get like we were talking to chris about just kind of his general feel of what he likes about my races because it was pretty obvious that he liked my races so i was like what do you like about our races and he blatantly said like that we don't have to take the credit or we don't have to take the blame if anything bad happens like in are community run races <laughs> like you guys can take any blame that uh you know, if there's a problem with the race, anything like that. And he liked the fact that. And so one of the one of the accidental things we had learned about the races was like. It's good not having a ton of people playing it because then they're watching and then it becomes a, a more of a spectator event than like what's yeah. the, the way that we thought about it and. You know, this could be a little harsh, but there isn't actually a benefit to someone being 1800th in a race as opposed to them just watching the race. You know, maybe that person's having fun, but it's actually better, like, for racing, or at least this is kind of an idea that we had had was, you know, if we're just showing off the 40 best racers and then people are just like watching those guys, it was actually good for everyone involved. And it turned into more of like a spectator event. Um. And GGG liked that that part of it, like the fact that it was more of a spectator event. People didn't feel like they were gated behind, or they were just playing so that they could get XMTX. Um, so that's kind of also ended up shaping how we um, established the races as well. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah,
1: no, back in uh, back in Legacy League, there was like a race season where there were just like a series of races for like a, the last couple weeks or something like that. And even though I was, like, you know, studying Ziggy D VODs and, like, old Rise QT VODs, and I was, you know, a number 12 ranger in most of these races, it's just, like, kind of fun. But I could definitely see the point where, like, we've grown into, like, a spectator sport where, like, the less people we have, the better, almost, for a viewing audience. Because it's, like, you know, if, if everybody's super close, then it's, like, you know, we can't keep eyes on everybody. We can't keep eyes on, you know, who's, you know rank one and who's rank six because you know the top 12 guys are all super close right now i feel like we've got you know a good a good amount of like really good players and it's just kind of like down to the consistency and who's better what type of race format as far as like who we can see on screen at one point in time
0: Mm. but do you think that the the pool of people who are really good is i mean like don't you think like a lot of people Could be potentially good at racing, but just because of the barrier of entry of having to become good first in order to partake in a race, like not having this button in the client where you can just say, join, there's an event going on in an hour, and I start now, doesn't matter how good I am. That's what I really liked about these old race seasons is that that anyone could just, as they log in into their regular league experience, they see, oh, there's an event coming up, I'm going to sign up for that, no matter how I do in it, I just want to check out the race format.
1: Yeah, 100%. If we could have race seasons back, I would advocate for it. Like Balor said, it shouldn't even really be a question. Like, there was a time where I looked at my phone to, like, constantly check when the next uh, headhunter race was going to be in Legacy League. And I remember telling my friends, like, hey, guys, I got to go. Like, I I got to watch my brother, man. Like, my mom, my parents are going out. You know, I got to I gotta make sure he's safe. I just want to play the headhunter race, I'm going to be honest. But, yeah,
3: I've got insert I, this real-life excuse <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Like I wasn't good, but it was it was just something fun, and I feel like a lot of people would would kind of do the same thing. Maybe not ditch their friends, but you know, a lot of people would uh, you know be interested in playing those kind of things. And uh, it's kind of like what Camel said, or like they don't have to have like some sort of like prize where people are just like, oh, I guess I have to do the race, otherwise I won't get that mystery box, or you know, I'm just doing this so I can get X reward, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think like my races, that was like one of the deflating things to talk about them with was because we had the conversation right after the um, our first 85 race and that race had our our biggest viewership. It was like 65,000 people across like the race participants Ziggy's Ziggy Stream had at when it was at its top viewership, 18,000 people watching. Um, So it was like really, really, really popular. And we're like, all right, this is great. Like, this is going to show GGG Racing is alive. And, like, they'll do their own races. And then we get on this call with Chris. And he's like, we love you guys doing your own races. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is
3: not what cool. the intent was. No, dude. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so I, it was honestly mostly supposed to be a stopgap. But uh, I guess, th- well, they do like it this way, one and two. Maybe... They will do something more in the future because, uh, you know, Chris said they hired someone for racing specifically. So maybe,
5: yeah.
2: you know, there's a bright spot in the future in terms of uh that.
5: Like, I'm,
3: I'm definitely not against community organized ones. Like, they've been way better organized and televised and better once. I, I I say we took over. I had nothing to do with it, but you know what I mean. Once like the community took over, like once once that became a thing, but. It's that you don't have the tools to do some interesting things that I would love to see. Like, you can't do a a Descent Champions. It exists. Descent Champions exist. They can just... I don't actually know how it works, but for the sake of argument, they can just tick a box and say, Descent Champions starts today. Like, we can't do that. We can't have these different races. We can't do Endless Delve, which should be pretty simple to do i would imagine just be like you know nothing costs sulfide anymore go (laughs) also there are no maps (laughs) yeah And and then and then that's it you're just in doubt like we can't do that we can't start from act three we can't or or even start from like act eight and be like it's a race to 90 but you start in act eight and here's like a template of gear to start with boom go like, and those things would be very, very, very interesting to me. And it, it also means we can't do like, we can't do 10 day events like flashbacks and mayhems and things like that that we know have been put together in the past and really aren't coming. If they were going to come back again, we would have one right now. It would be the perfect time. And I get why they explained why, and I get it. But if they're not going to do things like that moving forward, I would love it if they would give those tools to the organizers who are in charge of stuff. And I don't know if that's crossing a line. I don't know if that's giving them too much control over the product that we don't own. I don't know what the line is that they don't want to cross there, but I don't know if it's just a technical... like.
1: I know that uh, I know that Camel has, uh, you know, a lot of experience with this, but one of the biggest uh, issues that, that people have with uh, the, the community race seasons and stuff like that is that it means that grinding games doesn't have to do anything. Um, you know, like like we're taking a burden off uh, grinding your games' shoulders, and now grinding games looks at it and is like, cool, they don't have to do races anymore. Camel's going to do it forever. You know, Brittle going to do it. We don't have to do that anymore. Um, I feel like if we had the tools to do so, that would really be, like, the last point where like grinding your games so be like do it yourself man hey man you got a lot of tools right there what are you waiting for you know you got the private leagues you can make a descent champions race anytime you want uh maybe i'm wrong you know but that that's just kind of how i see it i feel like there's a lot of work internally within the community that have you know made some excellent tools and some really nice things that i made spectating a lot more enjoyable but yeah it would be really cool if we if we had more options as, as a racer
2: I mean, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, every, like, every single race I've ever announced, there's just, like, comments of, like, this is boring, this is the same race, and you guys think, like, I'm like, do you guys think I just want to do the same shit every time, too? Like, <laughs> I would love <laughs> to do innovative stuff. Like, yeah, I, I send these guys a list of stuff I would love to do every league, and it just, like, I don't know, it doesn't happen. Or, you know, they they have... I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Cause I've always wanted to do like li- this most recent race. I mean, this was actually, you know, not part of the reason I retired because it wasn't as like whimsical as like, Oh, like I got, you know, they said no to me, but I went to them cause I wanted to do an Act 10 Catava and all this quarantine stuff was going on. I was like, can I do, can you set me up a bosca ladder just so I can do an Act 10 Catava? And they're like, no, we literally don't have enough time. And I'm like, how long could that possibly take? Like, Three minutes, like I don't like it's Just like I, I don't know, just like we, basic we stuff. You're trying to like work with people who, yeah, I don't know. You you try to do oh. stuff and it just doesn't get uh doesn't get done. And then I'm kind of the fall guy of like, why yeah. isn't this race cooler? And I'm like, uh, I, you know, I'm trying my best.
1: Camel, yeah, well, why don't you do an endless deliveries? You know, yeah, why don't you set it up you. like, like I uh, yeah, I feel like we just don't know enough on your game side of like, you know. Would it be as easy as ticking a box? Probably. Is it you know, really, though? I don't... I'm not... A, yeah, you know what know. worries
3: me? I have absolutely no belief in my head that they would lie about it. Which means it but, is more difficult and would take time.
4: Why? <laughs> well, It sounds like something that should be simple. Right. It sounds like... Tick a box,
3: give it to him that's obviously not it because if it was they would just do it yeah, exactly. even when they're under strict time if it was going to be if it was going to be oh get one guy to go do that and he goes over there for 20 minutes and sets something up and gives it to you they would have just done it yep. so it must be more complicated <laughs> that leads me to go why why is it more complicated and if those things are more complicated can we just like put that in at least like a medium priority of like smooth these processes out so that we can start handing people things like again. Okay. Maybe it can't be done right now. We're all in quarantine and it's shit, but, but maybe we make that like a decent priority over time to get that stuff like a process in place so that you can just hand out that sort of shit whenever we want. That would be useful. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, is-
1: I personally as a racer would love Exactly what you're explaining. Tools to do stuff, you know, ways to make creative races, you know, all this extra support for racing. But at the end of the day, there's not that many people that are like super into racing. Like there's a there's a dedicated fan base, uh, but there's even less racers, right? Like people who like genuinely want to like improve. Like there's there's been a few people who've like you know popped up and popped off. But I think uh, for the for the most part, it's like you know for pretty small community compared to the the rest of the poe players like if you if you look at reddit like reddit's you know a sizable amount of the poe community but there's still a decent amount that's like doesn't use reddit doesn't use you know twitter doesn't doesn't follow streamers they just play the game you know and so what we say might not you know be the best for the game but you know i I would love tools i would love interesting stuff like that but like you said there, there has to be a reason why they haven't done that already
0: so On that argument, Mm -hmm. I have to say though that, I mean, races maybe are only a part of that, but there's for every game, there's like a dedicated hardcore fan base, which lays the foundation for other fans to be there because there's people who make the content who write the build guides who make the videos who 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 inspire people to do more than they're doing in the game and a lot of people who are playing the game do have someone in the community that they look up to they're like i i want to farm maps like cute dog and and juice the currency like so mad or i I want to i want to be as fast as tai tai killer right but um Order, oh, I want to make my my builds as durable and as well rounded as Balor's. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's
0: pretty true. Let's
3: make a her- hair like point. a kick W. Yeah. yeah. All I'm trying to say
0: is like, yeah, I understand that it doesn't cater to the majority of the audience of the, of the game, but for the, Mm -hmm. for the player base, it's actually really important that the hardcore audience is being catered to in the terms of doing challenging content, doing engaging, like end game challenges, all that sort of stuff. Because if that stuff isn't there, that stuff that the, the 90% of the player base is never going to see in game anyway, right? But then they don't have anything to, to aspire to.
1: You know, it, it'd be awesome. I would love that kind of stuff. I just think that, like, as a racer, like, not getting, like, any support. Well, very, very little support, I would say. Besides ExcelCon. Excelcon was awesome. But, um, you know, when they said they're fully committing to racing in 2020, that kind of thing, I just have to imagine they've got something in the works or else i get depressed, you know? So I just gotta, gotta keep my head high and respect running your games. They're a bunch of dudes that are working hard, so.
3: I, I do imagine whatever it was they were planning got put on hold. Possibly. And... Yep, that that everyone there's been a lot of the meme going around about people quoting that Ah, oh, 2020 will be the year we're going to do these things and i'm pretty <laughs> sure they've got some sort of plan yeah but that was before the entire world shut down so that could get pushed back and that would be reasonable <laughs> if yeah, that was
0: <laughs> i mean we know ggg right like we know that ggg doesn't like to make a lot of promises or announcements up front unless they they know they got it in the bag and they can deliver it right I mean I, I remember that Ben when I started playing by the way Camel I also started doing Bloodlines um but, uh, at that point, the game was just delivered with, with, uh, with desync. Like that was just part of the game. You would reuse your out of sync macro. You would learn in which situations you tend to desync. You would learn which skill use would resync you with the server and when to use your OS macro, which you couldn't use all the time because there was a cooldown timer on it. So you'd have to use it sparingly and you know exactly when to use it but at that point no one thought that Desync was ever going to be out of the game and then within like a month or two they announced lockstep and rolled it out like within a couple of months maybe hmm. not not longer than half a year like they announced it it got implemented in the in the update 1.3 or whatever no 2.0 i think 2.0 was yeah, when lockstep 2.0 came in and, uh, and just worked. And it's the same with a lot of other things where they, they really keep things under the blankets, uh, under the wraps until they know, yeah, that's going to work. We can roll that out. The people are going to enjoy that we're doing it. So yeah, like you said, I, I'm have to imagine i have to cling on to the belief that there is something coming for racing especially because ggg has already like leaked a little bit here and there they have they have said the word endless delve in some developer interview they have hmm. said certain things here and there. they had, they said that the battle royale is maybe going going to come back eventually so you know knowing how carefully ggg announces things if they say carefully that it's going to come back eventually and that they'd like to it, to come back then i think that means for me it's coming back for sure it, just we don't know when
2: i will mm-hmm. give chris a lot of credit for when he says something he is extremely vague so i'm talking to him <laughs> about a system
3: he's so good that, at that even in so, person
2: we're, we're having a conversation with him and and, you know, it was like, yeah, like me, Ziggy, and I think Havoc. And we're like, he, he says this really cool idea for racing. And we're like, great. You know, when do you think you guys are going to have that out? He's like, end of year, probably. 2019. I'm like, awesome. And it is not out. And he's like, <laughs> don't hold me to that. I'm like, okay, perfect. I should not right. hold you to that. So maybe 20, you know, 2021, 2022. I don't know. But he has really cool ideas. You know, he has like stuff that apparently someone's working on, but I don't, yeah, I don't know how far along any of that is, especially like, you know, Baylor said, I think they are in a um, very difficult situation with the quarantine, being able to get work done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think,
3: case, I think so. technically restrictions got lifted, but I don't know if they actually went back. I wouldn't know if.
2: Well, here's another thing also that's an issue is like if you're talking to Chris and then you're like, you know, we would love a, you know, boss cut letter that we can just add any uh, league. And he's like, yeah, I think I think we could do that. Like, that shouldn't be too hard. And then like you hit him up like two weeks later. Like, what's up with that boss call thing? He's like, so I have some bad news. Uh, I talked to a guy and he's like, that's not easy. <laughs> and uh, we don't have dev time because X League's coming out. And I'm like, oh, no.
3: Yep. yep.
2: And then, yeah, 18 months go by and nothing happens. So
3: So, pretty much. All right. So without our tools, I keep thinking it's really hard for people, streamer or not, to get into
4: racing if you're not already decent. So that brings the question of. All right. I'm trying to figure out how to how to suggest this. Without it.
3: Well, I don't know if this will be a good idea. Okay. So if it's shit, tell me. All right. (laughs) Um, Right. So I keep thinking that I would like a race every now and then, like probably like once or twice every, like I guess, season of races that we do that can't be entered by anyone who's ever won first to see what happens. And how many new people are interested and get involved as soon as if you've ever won first, you can't go in this race anymore. Sort of like a second string thing. Because I think a lot of people that are nearly there, but are like, I'm not going to be able to get up to first. Don't bother. Because they're like, I'm not going to be able to come in there and and beat first. But if you take out everyone who's won first and you get basically the second r- string, you'll get those people competing with each other very heavily. You'll suddenly motivate the people that would have that would have just, just been a little bit shy to practice their shit for like a week straight before the race. And then perhaps by the time they look at that and win it, they're like, you know what? I can get involved in the next real race. That was actually a, a fantastic time.
0: That's always something that I wanted for the uh, for the race seasons, that, that there would be like a sort of tier system, or like a weight weight class system for racers. I mean, obviously there's some issues with like keeping your class purposefully low so that you can win in your, within your class, but the yeah. idea of having competition within your range, like realistic competition that you can beat, that that is appealing. I think about racing. When when you're grouped together with people who are at about the same level as you are,
1: I'm going to be a little easier. and I'm going to be honest. If I can't play a race on my main account because I want to race in the past, I'm you're just gonna, gonna make smurf. Account. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna smurf, and so will a lot of other racers. You know, I I'm I'm evil in this regard. You know, it, is it ruining racing if if I were to do that? Maybe, but I mean, I just I just want to race. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't want to like you know roll up as a professional nba player and like dunk on some kid who's you know make a wish foundation is to to play basketball and play with me or something (laughs) but you know like i'm not gonna go that far but for the most part i I think that a lot of people particularly the winners would just be like hey do you want to like you want to play in this race but play with like one hand like i could see chip and me just doing some dumb stuff just like hey man you want to play in this race but we only use default attack or something like well, that. Well, that, off- right?
0: Obviously, there'd have to be measures in place that disencourage that sort of kind of behavior so that, that yeah, you I couldn't suppose. do your main account mm-hmm. race and that race at the same time because they're happening mm-hmm. at the same time. So you'd have to pick, are you going to do a race where you're not against challenging opponents, but you can get an easy mm-hmm. win? Or are you going to do a race where you have actual competition? Obviously, you can't completely prevent that, but you can disincentivize, right? Like, especially if you're if you're yeah. talking about it in terms of a race reward system over a long season.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, I think uh, I think the the best motivator, though, outside of like what we could do, is just like, like I said, like I just wanted to be my friend, man. Like. You, you everybody plays the game and nobody's like really, not many people are like racing to Catawba, they're racing to beat their friends, right? They're racing to like get more exalts than their friends, they're racing to like you know, I got the sixling before you did homie like that, <laughs> that's that's why a lot of people like continue to play the game, right? It's a communal thing. Maybe you only have like one friend you talk to or there's only one person in your guild that you talk to. That's okay, you know? A lot of people will just take that as competition and be like hey man, I got 487th in the race but you know, you got 542 so I'm better than you, you know? I think I think people are, are naturally inclined to like be competitive in that sense and not too many people will look at it and be like, Wow, I can hit rank one in this race where you know it's it's a race for silver players or you know for bronze players. I, I I'm not maybe I'm wrong
4: on that, but personally I, I feel like a lot of Oh wow. really get ranked out or do we lose him? Mm,
0: oh, no, everything works. Right, can you cool. can you Up repeat there, that yeah. last sentence, Titaker, please?
1: You know, I was just saying that, like, you know, I, I don't feel like most people will like be super jazzed to get like, you know, rank one in some bronze or silver race, and not many people are gonna are gonna be like, wow, I, I beat them, you know, by getting a two hour twenty minute act five katava. You know, I'm ready to to race with the big boys, kind of thing. I feel like there are uh, a lot of like motivators, like internally, that like we just can't really do anything about. Maybe maybe it would be really good, but. Like I said, you would you would have to have deterrence. Um, well, off, I think castors,
2: um, so. one of the, one of the I think what Baylor is saying isn't all that necessary, honestly, because I think the biggest problem with racing, and this is a conversation we had had, is I could have made racing infinitely better if I had like infinite money or like like there. I don't know, like, or GG just kind of gave me the green light to do whatever I wanted, because what Baylor's saying would be fixed if we had more races, because then, mm-hmm. you know, even if Tie Ty is playing in every single race, like, there isn't this, like, one month, once every month structure of, like, you have to be good, or else you're going to look ridiculous racing tie tie to 85, and then it's such a long race that it's a problem. Like, I would have loved to do short race seasons, like, Method rush race. One of the cool things about those guys signing with method is method actually has like enough money. Like I invested, uh, like $600 or something into the class race that I did once, which is called like a Demi race. And I'm like that. I just spent $600. So everyone could play in a race when like, I should just be able to do this. Like everyone Mm -hmm. had fun. People loved that race. Like it was a fun race. Like it was good for POE, good for GGG, but I can't do it just because I'm not going to spend $700, $600 every single race just so people can play in yeah. it. So I think the biggest barrier of entry is just like we're trying to help you, GGG and POE, to grow. And, you know, people like this racing stuff. And it's like a fun event. It's a cool event. And, uh, yeah, I got to be behind this $700 paywall so I can invite all these people to this race just because they mm-hmm. want to play the game and have fun. Um, And I think, yeah, I think it would fix racing if we didn't have that kind of a pay structure just for, I don't know, there needed to be like a a race system so that, you know, I understand why they have the paywall for private leagues, kind of, um, but I don't get why, like, we can't put together this kind of short race
4: season with all these people involved um, just so they can enjoy the game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I always considered myself reasonably happy with like I mean, when they announced
0: Private Leaks, I thought it was a great addition to the game and I like the, even though it's very basic functionality, but I like the idea of being able to do your Private Leaks, but they haven't really expanded on that at all in the last 28 months? Something like that? Mm-hmm. 30 months almost? Um,
4: uh, no,
2: no, it's been, it's been uh, like 19 months. It, the private league system came out one month before I started races, mm-hmm. so it's been nineteen month. Nineteen months, I think.
0: Okay, yeah, then it's not that many. Um,
2: but even so, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, and you know, I take a certain amount of like criticism from people who are like, you know, why can't X be better in racing, or why? And I'm like, you know, I I can see the solutions. Like, I'm not an idiot, but I just. Yeah, I'm not going to spend $600 a month so everyone can play in a race. Like, it's just, I don't... I, I'm i a pretty, like... I care about racing, and I, I love racing. Or, you know, I was more into it then, but, yeah, I just don't... I don't feel like it should be that expensive to put on a race, and unfortunately yeah, you, it is.
0: Yeah, you you automatically t- pay for 10-day leagues, is what you're saying, mm-hmm. basically. And, and if it was, you know, a tenth of the price for a one-day league and it would be much more feasible to do
1: yeah i mean the biggest issue is like the amount of players we can we can get in because like we would love to have like two thousand people every race like even though it's a spectator sport for top players like we would love for people to get involved there's tons there's tons of people who would like love to just you know race in these and be like wow i'm playing again i'm playing you know with havoc and even though havoc's 12 zones ahead of me i i'm in the same race as him and he's my hero man like that 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 would be awesome if we could get more people in, but it costs so much money to have just people who will like get to act two and quit because you know they're bored, they're tired, they just wanted to race act one. I don't know, but like we saw that a lot in the uh, the the class race, the the demi race that Campbell ran, where like we invited like literally the maximum amount of slots as people were were allowed to be in, and there were a bunch of people who just like you know didn't didn't want to to finish it for whatever reason. This or that?
2: I mean, the people who played it still had a good time, though. Yeah. especially because like you're competing in your own class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, don't, I I I really enjoyed that race. I wish I could have put on you know more of them, but yeah, there was just this giant paywall mm-hmm. involved, and and people would be like, you know, why don't you just ask them to lift the paywall for your races? And I'm like, I don't know that that always became like an ethical issue because to me, like what's what's the um what's like the line of demarcation like what makes my races more important than you know catmaster, you have a private league like why why are my race is more important than your private league? why shouldn't they lift the cost of your private league like yeah, same with because you know, I'm streaming
0: as well think, and I'm promoting the game just like you are I'm you know
2: right no, I, that's what I'm saying is like anyone could then i mean anyone could be able to argue for a free private league, a free race um. Yep. So there wasn't anything specifically important about me, so I never felt comfortable being like, "Hey, can you guys pay for this?" The only time I felt comfortable telling them to pay for something was when I did the Exile Con qualifier. That's exactly. because I specifically had to put on a race for their event, and they're yeah. like, well, "Yeah, that's fine, like whatever." But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't. It, it never made sense to me why my races should. I don't, yeah, I kind of feel like all private leagues. Maybe should be free, but I don't know what kind of money they get from them. So
4: probably a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably, yeah, probably. Like
4: I mean, that, like, yeah, that was
2: one the, of the biggest barriers. Was just was like, like the
1: the Ziz steal lead like at the end of the league. and so it's like you know good amount of money from that for grinding gear, I assume. So,
2: I mean, yeah, I don't think people realize though. Like, I've I've been a part of like, or I've talked to Ziz. Like, Ziz is paid the full two thousand participants of a private league and i don't think people like have actually calculated how much money that is
3: what what is that for like 10 days uh, well he puts I it in for like a month because probably well, like, like, like 800 month. or something
1: I, it's, it's I pretty it's pretty nuts the first few people have to put in their own money i get in for free because i'm a racer but i always pay for my slot because i just feel like i just feel awful if i don't. starting a
0: private league with 10 slots and t- 10 uh, days is 120 points which is the equivalent of 12 dollars and then every other 10 player slots cost 60 points, which is 6 euro or a dollar. And, um, and every 10 days cost also 60, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. That's, that's pretty nuts if you think about it. Like, you know, 10 players, you want to have 300 players. That's really quickly, like, 180 bucks, if, I, correct, if I'm correct, right? Three times 10, yeah.
4: I
2: mean, so, I mean, and then we talk about like what we were talking about with racing earlier. If you wanted to be in a situation where like you love the old, you know, um, race system, you know, you loved like I'm racing every six hours. Like that was the crazy thing about the old race system is like you literally wouldn't sleep during race season. You would like or you would like circle like I hate endless ledge. I get to sleep. Thank God I'm sleeping this six hour block right here. And then I have to be up for XXX these times, and it just turned into this whole thing. But, like, you couldn't even, I don't know, like, the race system currently, you couldn't do something like that just because it's, like, so expensive. Um, yeah. Which I is partially doing why we can invite only.
3: Just being like, all right, I'm going to be up for these 22 hours. Then there's a four-hour period where I need nothing. And there's 16 more hours of races that I want to get involved in, and then those two races in a row I don't want. That's six hours I can sleep. That's yeah. fantastic. I'd be like, right. The best that's is when sleep. you get like, and then
2: <laughs> the three a.m. cutthroat, and you're like, oh, thank Ooh. God, I can sleep through this three a.m. cutthroat. No, they're my
3: favorite.
5: <laughs> oh, I, I love cutthroat. Everyone
2: <laughs> has their Throat own thing they didn't like, right? Favorite.
3: I hate that shit.
2: <laughs> I didn't play cutthroat. See, it's like. What did you skip, Baylor? Like, what was your thing that you skipped?
3: Uh, usually, people hate it when I say this, usually Descent Champions.
2: Oh, that was the best.
5: Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: Everyone loves that one. But the reason I skipped it is because I never did well on it. And I had more fun doing things like cutthroat races. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'll I'll sleep through Descent Champions. It's fine.
1: Yeah, we can, we can talk about our, our favorite races. Uh. I only got to play in the uh, the legacy races, so it was, it was pretty short. But I really liked Headhunter. I really liked. I mean, I liked all of them. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I really like Uber liked Beyond. Uber Beyond's good. Uber Beyond is so good. I I actually feel like Cutthroat is my favorite though, and I think that it'd be one of the most interesting things to see now. Like imagine like Den Doom and Havoc are racing, and they're in the same zone, and they go and try to PK each other for <laughs> it each would other's be gear. It, it would it would be the That's most the best. Awful, dude, greatest. Dude, you just best get hit by a storm brand ever. and then
2: you die in like 0. 0.1 seconds. Yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> somebody art minds you off screen but like <laughs> hey, you could have done that first, you know what I'm
3: saying? I guess I mean, I they know. could always, you, if you do, so, you do something like that, just put a little bit of PvP PB, sca- scaling in it. Be like, okay, all skills only do like 10% of the damage. You know how mad people players.
2: probably got? Because you'd just be like chilling doing this cutthroat race and then you get to lower prison you get freeze-pulsed by some dickhead like halfway across the screen that you didn't even see. <laughs> how, how is
0: that different the from, the from a regular part. cutthroat experience?
3: <laughs> what? Pe- uh, people yeah. getting mad is the best part.
0: I know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wasn't particularly fast, but
1: I got to dry lake in one of those races, and killing someone there was—it's uh, uh, unparalleled, man. The I was, uh... a friend
2: I made in Poe racing was from a cutthroat race. What? I was—I was, I was like streaming during the cutthroat race, and then Freak came into my—came uh, into my stream. Mm-hmm. My first stream follower is Freak. If you guys know Freak, yeah, was just like I... Lab runner. I don't even. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how to describe Freak to someone who doesn't know him. Just like a complete weirdo. Like, if you ever buy anything in like a trade league from (laughs) some guy who's just selling like 500 fossils, like, (laughs) yeah, I don't
5: know. You know, you know, Uh, what Freak was my first
2: friend. And you know who actually, my second friend in PoE racing was Tower. Because me and Tower, like, exactly what Tai Tai was talking about earlier. So, like, me and Tower, uh, so you used to have these like blamped races, which was like, them oh, and like the Exile Everywhere races were like the only party races during the race season, right? There would be like random Blamped party so ones. Good. Um so me and Tower were like ninth and eighth in like the headhunter race. And so Blamped was coming up and we're like just messaging each other randomly. I'm like, hey, like, I don't have anyone to play with. Do you have anyone to play with? And so we just started playing together. Even though he lives in like Eastern Europe and I live in California. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's what I like about push and ladder is that you just you just make friends with some of the other people. Like a lot of my friends are just people I met like on ladder. A lot of uh like back in uh there's some flashback league, I think it was a lot second to last one before synthesis. I was just playing my uncle Righteous Fire, and there's this dude ahead of me who was just popping off. And he was playing a different build, but we just struck up a conversation, we just typed to each other just like every day, like, Hey man, how's the grind going? you know? It's just it's just good fun. I don't know.
2: That's how I know everyone. In P- dude, that's that's like how Duck Squad formed. It's like all of the top 10 of SSF hardcore every league. Yep, pretty much. Just like Ventura and me are like top three. We just start messaging each other like, dude, what are you doing? And then we start <laughs> like faking each other out. Like, what's going on, dude? Yeah. Start talking to Steel. Yeah, that's how you just like, we ended up meeting people in POE. Like, just like, mm-hmm. who's with you on the ladder?
4: Yeah.
3: My my brain is struggling to remember all of the things that were in Blamp.
4: This blood, a- blood magic, lethal ancestral. Yep, multi prod and turbo. Right. Yep, that's the one. Mm-hmm. God, that was a good race.
5: That was oh, so rough.
2: The worst is ledge because the archers would just like multi prod you from like nine million <laughs> meters away, and you're just dead.
5: Yeah. The
0: trick is to stand around the corner with SOS. Yeah,
2: you just play S.O.S. That's why I would like watch people, and I'd watch and it like Sedden like- Doom was like, How are you sundering in the
3: blamped race, dude? I don't even know how you're <laughs> alive. God gamer. I remember only having three people to play with. So it wasn't even a full party. And we just it was just decoy totems everywhere. It was as yes. many everyone has a decoy totem. Decoy totems go out first, we hide around corners. Decoys, decoys, decoys. Well, because you couldn't even do lamp
2: race, race anymore. Because like, so back in the day, once you got by Brutus, you're like, all right, this race is like over, dude. I killed Brutus. I can finally because yeah. Brutus was like impossible. You'd have you need like thirty TPs. Like you just have to decoy immediately. <laughs> like decoy off cooldown.
0: Yeah, he hooks you once, yeah. you're dead.
2: Like, could you imagine doing blamped Merville now? It would be literally... I was, <laughs> thinking,
0: I was just thinking the exact same <laughs> thing.
2: Blamped Merville is just
0: death. We were just, just a- talking about it yesterday on Aphelion's stream. It's like, Merville is so scary now, and it's exactly the kind of PoE I want to see more of. It's just the struggling in a boss fight. Oh, it's so fun.
2: Well, blamped Merville would be impossible.
0: Close. Yeah. So you just farm I, ship graveyard or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah. You, you'd, you'd be over leveled by like six levels and res capped and everything before you even went in there.
1: Yeah. You do the secret fair strap, but <clears throat> can't talk about that one.
3: Whoa. Whoa, dude. I'm just whoa. saying if there was a
1: blamp race, got some, got some, some strats in mind. You
2: can see that content in the future on twitch.tv slash. <laughs> All right. Stop. Dude. I'm stop. just scoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: Uh, A tease
2: there, I like that. This guy's content oriented now.
4: That's right, I'm farming content.
1: <laughs> I learned that one from
2: Havoc. Uh, dude, blamped. Oh man, I can't believe I just thought of that. it's gonna ruin my night. Mate, my might
1: have maybe my night. Matter thinking about how the fact flag... we don't have it. I'm gonna be to... honest. I don't like. I don't like the kind of kind of race. I'm I'm the only one here, but I like going fast. I like killing monsters.
2: Oh, I hated like- Blampt. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. I hated Blamped. I never liked Blamped. I liked uh, Exiles Everywhere. I didn't like the party races because I didn't have new friends who were good. <laughs> I had Tower, who was like literally Eastern uh, Europe. And then mm-hmm. the party races were really hard because you would just see like Moors, Hellman, and Waggle like 50 levels ahead of you. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell is going on, dude?
4: How are, like, are these guys so a, good? That's like, pretty much what the first camel race was like for me. And the second one too, I guess.
2: Oh yeah, the first and the second one.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh I'm playing with the big boys. Look at them. Slash the ladder. I'm 20 levels behind. Cool. But I'm with them, you know.
2: <laughs> Dude, the first the first race I did was like such a fun and hard. I so I'm in Discord for the whole 90 race. With Dead and Doom and Rise. The biggest bitchers about RNG you could possibly play with in your life. Like this guy Rise was like, I can't get anything good. And then he five fusings a six-link. And I was just, dude, I wanted to quit the race. I was so <laughs> mad. Like just like constantly, just like, who's bitching about RNG this time? Oh, was amiss- by people who are ahead of me. Dude's first on the ladder, the other guy's third, and I'm seventh, and I'm just, like, listening to RNG bitching
4: the whole time. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Didn't well, Doom's really good at that, though. He th- Every single race he has, even if he's... He could be, like, a good, like, six minutes in front of the next person on a one-hour race, and he'd still be like, ah, oh, RNG was so bad, I couldn't get anything. <laughs> and you're like, this is the best time you've ever had. What are you talking about? i get that
1: (laughs) way sometimes i feel the same way every now and again i'm gonna be honest
3: it
2: it makes me sad that doom doesn't like care about racing anymore because he's just so unbelievably good at the video game (laughs) like i don't know like i remember like ty and me would talk about it just like if he practiced he would be the best racer by far he's unbelievable mechanically
1: i talked about it before we were like Thank goodness Dead and Doom doesn't practice like that often. Or he just beat me and show me up like every single time. <laughs> Still in spotlight, you know. But I mean, like, more, more recently, you can you can kind of see him. Like, he's just he's just doing well. Like, no matter what the format.
2: Yeah, if he just plays the game a little bit, he's just, like, better than you already. And it's just like, alright, dude.
4: Alright, <laughs> I guess I just lose then. Dead and Doom's in the race. Yeah. And he practiced. God gamer, dude. <laughs> I think hey, he's the go best. Go him or Kramer are probably the best racers. Two best racers ever.
0: What about Ty? Where does he fit in there?
2: Ty's really good. It's just like, you can't possibly compete with that level of commitment. I just mean yeah. like mechanical skill.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And if if Cream and Ty, or if Cream and Dead Doom put in that much time, they probably would have been...
0: Better than Ty?
2: Maybe even slightly better. Although... I the, the amount of practice that you put in is like a skill, right? Yep. So... It's just, like, Ty ended up playing in a, uh, a very specific time where, like, practicing was more important
4: than anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, those guys didn't really have to get as good as, like, Ty had to get. But even
2: Ty would have told you, like, if Dead and Doom practice like, Dead and Doom's winning. Like, it's just, the guy is, like, ridiculous. He's just incredibly mm-hmm. good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, he just doesn't care, so... You don't have to worry much. about it. You don't have to worry about it. i practicing.
1: Yeah, no. That's
2: why, I so t- I can keep so getting reasonably. these fake rank ones.
1: Woo! Easy. <laughs> uh, Havoc's not playing. dude's not. Hey, nice race, boys. Yeah, but I got, I got Chip and I got Excel now. They're my rivals. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> Exile's good, dude. I don't know. I, I feel good about. Uh, I feel good about racing. I hope more people like Exile get into it. It seems like SoupLine's like pretty jacked about it and. Um it's weird, to, like get people who are like randomly very enthusiastic because it's just like a tight knit group of people. That's yeah. why I, like even tie tie, like you're like, oh there's a new guy. <laughs> it's exciting.
1: I mean, I'll be an old guy before you know it. I'll be twenty eight, retired, yeah, you you're know. A
3: boomer, look at you. Yeah, you're gonna I be. That's the second time somebody on this show has said 28 is old, and I'd like to stop with fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking 32.
2: <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> well, just Tai is looking at me and he sees his future.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <sighs>
5: That's
1: where I'll be, you know, when I'm no longer able to race. Yeah. That's all right.
2: No it's longer wild. able
5: to race. Shit. <laughs> Nah, I'm losing, by I the mean, way.
2: just, like... It's old. <laughs> Here's the thing, is, like, Dead and Doom is 18. Which means everyone knew him when he was, like, 13. <laughs> and then you, yeah. like, you're like, damn, I'm 28. Like, this guy <laughs> is old, like, because everyone knows him. He's only 18. <laughs>
5: yep.
2: That's yep. just, like, weird to think about.
3: <laughs> I I remember he won some race at some point, and I was, like... And I was sitting there thinking is he even legally allowed to get paid? <laughs> like, oh, the, the China race. <laughs> like, are they allowed to pay him? Is he old enough to
5: Is you know he old funny? enough
2: to get paid? <laughs> the funny thing is, is I remember when we were setting up the exile time qualifier, I talked to Dead and Doom about it, and he's like, dude, if I win this, I can't even go. It's like, I'm not 18. <laughs> I
4: was like, oh, man. That was crazy. Now that, that exile con race had be so fun dude yeah go ahead gomaster oh no i please please
0: uh let me know your thoughts because i was gonna i was gonna try and uh progress the conversation into yeah, can... on, on a different axis we can go ahead and you know switch switch axes here if you want well, the, the China race has been mentioned, and uh, I think that's, that's a good. I think that's out of all the things that we have on the list, uh, is the most important to talk about. I think, because it's recent mm. and it's a pressing uh, thing. Well, it was an organized event by uh, organized by Tencent, who is uh, the company who does PoE for the Chinese market.
3: If if I understand it right, it was organized by a Chinese guild. And oh. Tencent just supported.
2: Yeah, I don't them. think it was organized technically by Tencent. I think it was like a I don't know if it was a guild yeah. or like a separate company.
3: Yeah, there was there was a it was like privately organized. Yeah. And Tencent gave them support and were the intermediary between that group of people, that guild or organization or whatever it was, and our people um handing us accounts and stuff like that so that they could get into the race. But it was it was a privately organized and funded race that just Tencent supported. So, so the prices
0: didn't come from Tencent. The, the massive price pool no, that we had there no. was privately. It was all private. Missed. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. The, the Tencent race was one of those things where, like, for me, it was cool to watch, but I would never play in that, that kind of thing. Like, you don't China want. Ping, okay. Jonah Ping, the mobs are like four times harder or something like that. Like, to me, that's not enjoyable. I don't enjoy races like Blamp. I don't enjoy races where, you know, mobs are intrinsically like a lot harder this so is just my about personal having, like, a
2: group self-found coming up like would yeah, you play in uh those races because i felt the same way because when they hit me because i was asked if i want to play in it and i'm like i don't want to play in 200 ping on this hard of a mm-hmm. game like then you just like play like necro and just like autopilot your way to like whatever level you get to
1: yeah i mean i uh I would be interested to play. I actually before the the ten cent races, I actually emailed GGG saying, "Can I join the ten cent like realm? Like they have races over there, and we don't have we don't have anything over here." Like before the method race, like just sitting around basically not doing anything. It's like honestly, could I just play in the Chinese races? No, like you'd have to ask Tencent about that. And then method race came up, so I kind of stopped. And then you know the Chinese ten cent race came up, and that was really cool to watch. But yeah, I mean, if if there was like. Some other Like, I would have loved to play in the Headhunter race, but I didn't want to be like, hey guys, I know I said I didn't want to play, but could you give me an account, please? Because, you know, you can't just use your regular PE account. You have to use a specific, you know, whole setup with that. So, but yeah, I would, I would have loved to play in some of the more fun fun events that they've got going on for like, you know, the next month, I assume.
0: But you've been closely yeah. following the, the event itself. Yeah, that's just so.
4: Uh, well, I think
2: that was the worst part about the the China race was all the racers were like, "Why don't we have this?" Like, yeah. racers were just bummed out. Like, why Pretty do we much. have to play in the Chinese realm for us to be able to have like? It's they just have someone who cares over there. I guess I don't know.
3: Pretty much. Yeah, that was. I I really I really feel a little bit bad because I just just for GGG because I know there was a lot of complaint about like hey, like, good. Like, they've taken your game and done stuff that you've not been able to do for us. Yeah, it's good. They're just like, what's going on? Why? What's going on? They've, they can do that, so let's do that. <laughs> yeah, you
5: can't
0: and like, not just
2: paste some stuff and bring it over? <laughs>
0: not just know, the races like, themselves, but also the, the insane, like, th- there's some really, really deep-going changes to the game itself, right? There's, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I, I didn't follow it very closely. I watched a little bit rise here and there. I watched a little bit carve. But um, from what I've seen, there is a, a, a pet that you can buy that picks up lower currency for you. You get to see your ascendancies when you pick your character. Like before you pick your character, you know what it can ascend to, which is especially cool for newer players. And there is like quest reward account bound currency that you can use to craft your gear early on.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah there's also uh like quest rewards you get just like you kill Hellock and it's like here's four transmutes like in a race that'd be insane i wouldn't have to worry about you know the rng like can i get enough transmutes or like will i be dry for a little bit like in the the dominus race earlier i was like i'm just missing you know this one bit of currency and i just gotta you know wait a little bit longer before i can get my level 20 craft. it's gonna happen but i can't get it 100 percent of the time unless i like you know really focus in on it um there is something to be noted about consistently there, but like I could go so much faster if I just like didn't have to pick up like most of the rare items on the ground. Cause it's just like, I I don't need them. What do I need them for? There's no ults. There's no transmutes. Uh, If that's better for racing, I don't know. Are loop pets better for racing? I don't know. Um, I feel like uh, they're two different clients and
0: two different worlds. Oh, but there's certainly some things that are that would just be raw improvements to the game, like the, the skill tree planner. Let's go about that. Yeah. Like, you're able to pre plan your skill tree, and then whenever you level up, you can just press a button to advance in that pre planned skill tree. If I understood correctly, yeah, there's certain Don't, things where
1: it's like think there's no reason for us to, you know, not have this like the little skill tree planner. Um, but there are other things that are a little bit new, more nuanced. So, like the loot pets, for example. Uh, when I play this game and, you know, it's a league start and I have like, I'm clocking in for a hundred hours a week. Uh, I'm, I'm having a blast, but my wrists are not. And so loot pets would really help out with that. But at the same time, you introduce a problem where like in Diablo three, they made it so that the little currencies you pick up on the ground. So like the Desperate, the Forgotten Souls, you know, all the crafting currencies, you would just pick them up just by being near them. And it was super quality of life. Everybody really enjoyed it. But looking back on it, I never felt like the currency was meaningful in any way, shape, or form. Like it was just a number that went up, and then like at the end of the day, when I had like five thousand death breaths, it was like, all right, I guess I go crafting. Like, you know, you, at the end of the day, you you walk away and you're like, well, I automatically picked up you know five hundred chaos orbs. and that's just that's just what happened. You know, there wasn't any significance behind it. I didn't feel good doing it. It was just I my pet picked it up and the number got higher. That, that that's how I feel about it. Is it just becomes an autonomous and it is inherently more meaningless? I would say less meaningful.
3: I suppose. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want the loot pet. If if it came to us, I wouldn't be super upset about it. Like I'd just adjust. But I don't think that. But the other things, the especially the uh, bound currency thing. So. I could be wrong, but how that works entirely is um any chaos recipe chaos is bound, so if you do the chaos recipe that's bound. you can 't use it to trade, you can only use it on your own account, and then any oh. currency at all that you find while leveling before maps becomes bound Now that means a few things i don't know what it means specifically for racing. But just, I know just a quick a
0: lot uh, of remark them. there. Uh, that also yeah. applies to the items that you craft with the currency that's bound. Like the items yes. that you craft become account bound as well the moment you use yep. account bound currency to craft them.
3: Yeah, I, which does a few things though. I don't know about racing specifically, but one, it does not stop it, but it does cut down on bots in the trade league doing chaos recipes. That is huge. Your exalts will be worth a lot more, a lot less, and well, less chaos. I mean, the exalts will, will still be worth be exalts, worth just, just the chaos, chaos will be worth chaos. more. It so
1: you'll get a word smaller sum of chaos orbs, but the chaos orbs <laughs> will be more meaningful, so that your exalts yeah. would be more impactful. I yeah. guess they would, yeah. like how I was said, they'd be like equally important. So
3: yeah, and then also new players, it introduces them to crafting and using currency for its actual intended purpose really early. With almost no downside whatsoever, because you're not losing anything. These aren't tradable things. You have to use them. And whatever you've got left over when you get to maps, you're just going to use them to roll maps. Because it doesn't matter if your map becomes a bound currency. You're just going to throw it on the map device, launch it, and find stuff in there, right? So for a player, it doesn't really have a big negative effect, except maybe... When you find an exalt while leveling, what happens if you find a mirror while leveling? I'm a little interested in that. Does that become a bound mirror? If it does, um, I don't know. I guess, fuck that guy. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Whoever finds a mirror you know, while leveling.
1: It sounds know? like
2: you're having three, 2 three-link wands, Tai Tai. Did you ever <laughs> think about... Like,
1: win. <laughs> that's the funniest yes! thing.
2: We we've always talked about Like, what happens with a mirror if it drops in a race. Like, what do you use it on? A ring, dude. I'm mirroring a ring, my yeah. wand, dude.
1: Maybe <laughs> maybe you got a nice, a nice wand craft. You, you, know, you augment, you regal, you slam, you mirror it. You, I don't know. Just saying.
3: Would you mirror something in a race if you thought it was going to make a difference between you winning and losing? Yeah, absolutely. If you had such a powerful <laughs> ring and a mirror dropped and you thought this ring is so good, it could push me further. Yeah, it wouldn't even be a question. You wouldn't even hesitate at all? It's nothing uh, for the clip. It's just such yeah, a good yeah, exactly. Clip. Imagine
2: on the <laughs> like you. somebody just mirrors like <laughs> some
1: garbage one. It's got like yeah. T four flat to spell, but it's just like check this out, you guys <laughs> mirrored. You know, like I, I don't know. I, I would less about the content, but like currency, in my opinion, just doesn't really matter. I get. Currency at the start of the league, I get headhunter, I get a mirror, and then I'm bored in a week. And so I, I've looked at doing like things like hardcore soul cell phone just because I chase currency and then I get bored of chasing currency. It's always like this just goal of mine to have fun and you know, get get money, get paid, and then you just have too much of it, I guess. so it sounds like I'm I'm bragging a lot here, but I just the money in, in trade leagues, like it'll go away after three months. What I'm gonna do with it sit in it standard, you know? I break I break money all the time. So this relates
2: That's back to thing.
0: the please Camel, you first.
2: I to say one thing about the the China room that pissed me off was so they do, they're not allowed to have blood in their game, right? So I'm watching <laughs> like Gucci do Malachi. I'm like god damn it you can actually see things cuz every mob in the game is like purple, red or brown. Mm-hmm. And and so when you see the game without blood, you're like, dude, you can actually like see the environments and like effects that are going on. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. like it actually infuriated me when I was watching it. It's like a lot more visual we a,
3: clarity. We need a censored button to like tick on our client to be like, blood offends me, please hide it. That would actually be <laughs> just, OP. Just that so would so be can...
1: all the races would just tick. You know, a colorblind mode tick comes, comes out today. and it, it increases clarity. Tick. I'm colorblind now, you know?
0: Family-friendly stream. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, it relates a little bit back to the Destined Champions. Why that I thought was so good was because you also handed, it was always voided. You also handed exalts and mirrors in the end and you, you could, you had to use it on your gear. Like there was nothing else to do with it, right? You couldn't take it into the parent league, So you just slam away at the shittiest leveling gear that you had. And it was just, it was so much fun to actually use currency for its intended purpose rather than looking at it and like, Wow, if I if I trade with that, it 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 will mean much more to me than anything else I could do with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a bunch of not a bunch, but there's been quite a few cases where like I drop an exalt in a race, and I'm just like, sign the gloves, boom, plus twelve mana. That's that's where it is. That's twelve more mana than I than I had before previously. Like oh, it doesn't well, matter. speaking
0: to me. of race crafting, I also saw that uh, insane clip of you in the Zizera and Bow League where you regaled that oh, yeah. uh, that uh, bow.
1: Not to brag or anything, but uh, I did craft a plus three uh, bow gems six link bow. Oh no, no, no! It was a five link. Was and it then dropped then as a five link? Minutes later, yeah, yeah, five, li- five minutes later. Yeah, five link. Five minutes later, drop a six link, and then I chrome it perfectly with the uh, Verucci craft. Hey, it was a pretty good seven hour run. What can I say? You believe it that? Not to brag, but I got super lucky.
5: You know, Not to was brag at but... all. Nah,
1: dude. Like, <laughs> could you have done? Have you done that before?
0: Have you ever had such insane luck?
1: That's what I thought. That's true. I've
2: never <laughs> had that kind of luck. All skill that luck. Yeah.
1: He did drop three combs in a, in a week though, so... Hey, hats off.
2: Uh, I've vendored all three of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what
1: I do with rare unique rare uniques in, anymore. <laughs> all after three get
2: rendered.
1: After the tabula incident, I like to think about how I can use them, and then like in practice I'll just think about it, like stop, think about how I'd use so, this so item. So which
0: or one of my gear pieces could use a Divine Orb? Yeah, pretty much. I'm (laughs) telling Ty Ty
1: the story. So when we were
2: getting ready for the Method uh, group cell phone race, it was me, Gucci, crying, and Ty. So Ty drops a mirror and doesn't say anything, but would (gasps) randomly go to people's zones and just like, like he went to Gucci's delve, just dropped the mirror on the ground and picked it up in front of him. (laughs) Like he just like kept trolling us with the mirror that dropped oh that's
3: so good that's good group. until somebody yoinks it from under that's him.
2: actually one of the sadder things about poe to me is that it's become like so especially with like racing like league start how um like the yeah. there's a softcore race and that's cool with group play but i feel like a lot of like the streamers play ssf hardcore but group play and poe is just so fun like all the group races we've done when me and having to duo runs like practicing for group races are a lot of fun like I don't know. I just wish there was more of a, uh, like, all right. Yeah. I wish group racing was better.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh I, I played with MPs group. So Dampin didn't, didn't carry a uh, Empyrean gaming's group. And so I got a, you know, they just asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, yeah, sure. Why not? Did some practice runs and, you know, it wasn't like super try hard. We weren't like trying to be the best or make the most money or, you know, pop off. We we're just trying to have fun. And honestly, it, it was like what Campbell said, like, it was just so much fun. And it was like, Would I have more fun playing solo? Probably not. I'm going to be honest. Especially
2: practicing. Like, practicing as a group is so much more fun. Like, when me Mm -hmm. and Havoc are practicing for a duo race, it's just like... Because when you're practicing solo, like, Ty was doing, like, 12 hours a day. And Ty, like, doesn't play the game. So his computer was so bad, he wouldn't play with music on. Because uh, it would, like, slow his frames. So he's like literally just spamming 12 hours solo practice runs <laughs> with no oh. sound because <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't play sound with the game either. So he would just like be in silence with his thoughts.
3: Oh man. Maybe that's that, a secret. That's the worst. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, for, the, for the method race, I stopped streaming and stuff and just took a week off. And I sat there like, I don't know, six plus hours a day with eventually it got to a point where music got on my nerves and so i literally just listened to white noise like it was like a white noise 10 hours playlist and i would play it like <laughs> for like six days straight and that's all i did is i just sat there and just like like the whole white time noise. i'm i'm having fun but i would have so much more fun if i was like practicing with someone else like like if every now and again havoc would join in a run and like we would just, you know, do a duo run because there was some sort of duo race at the end of the weekend or the end of the method race. Like that would have been so much fun. Eventually there was, and I hung out with Chip, but yeah. Uh, the the only thing that kept me sane was that I was I was racing against other people. So we'd be in like the global chat and be like, yo, XL, you want to do a race, dude? And he's like, yeah, sure. After I finish this, you know, dominance practice run. And then let me see if I can get Chip in. All right, we got Quantrick, you know, we're all just having fun. That That was the most fun for me. So it's not like I was just There were a few times where I just, like, you know, sit there for five hours and just completely silent. Well, so, like, racing,
2: that could be, like, a barrier of, like, it's hard to, like, practice to get good by yourself and just, like, sit there and just, like, Mm -hmm. it can be really boring. Yeah. So, like, it's good to, like, get to know people. Like, you get to know people who are, like, with you on the ladder or, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, the cool thing about Discord is, like, you know, people can go join, you know, various racing discords and jump into you know, soup lines race. And then I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm racing against Ty Ty. And we go send him a little message. I'm going to beat you. Ty <laughs> Ty shits on you. And
4: yeah, pretty much yeah. It's fun. I mean, get I don't know. What it's part, but yeah, I mean, it's that's, that's
2: also one of the cool things about racing is like, all of these people are not hard to get a hold of. Like if, if someone has a <laughs> racing question, I guarantee you can just message Ty Ty on discord or something. And he'll Maybe. actually answer the question.
1: i mean i get i get tons of questions on my discord i'm just like i check it every now and again i'm like here's the answer you know
2: no but you know what i'm like how did yeah yeah, yeah. like you start by just like randomly messaging wrath or someone right like or like wrath message you or like
1: i think racers just kind of show up dude i'm gonna be honest and i do the same thing like if i see someone practicing racing or i see somebody racing i'm just like yo race stream leveling stream you know i'm annoying in that way but like uh, if someone's racing or someone's practicing for a race, I'm watching a, a decent amount of the time. I don't watch nearly as much as I should. Like Ty, watch like everybody. He like dude. Ty really watched everyone. Literally but, everyone. But like there was a good amount of times where like you know I would just just watch Wrath and Wrathless would like you know meme around with me and he's like yo what up Ventura what are you doing here oh you know I'm just watching Thai Tai practice and that that's kind of like what you said like how it got started. Well,
2: that's also like how what? Gucci got to be one of the best was just like gucci literally watches and talks to the most people in poe by far mm-hmm. like if you talk to gucci you just be like i just talked to he just you just be talking to him be like i just talked to x guy who like nobody has ever like heard of before because he had <laughs> like some random exploit he found like i forget what league it was it might have been in method gsf he like found out from some guy who like farms three headhunters at the start of softcore trade league every league and, like, nobody had ever talked to him. He was like, yeah, just hit him up. And, like, he told me exactly how he does it. Because we were thinking about trying to get a headhunter and the method GSF <laughs> to just, like, flex on people. Uh, yeah. We ended up doing it because we figured out there's a fair amount of RNG involved to try to get it on the first try. But
1: hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done that before. I've gone to PeeWee Ninja, looked up a build. And I'm like, this guy's got exactly what I want. I might change these things. But let me ask, like, two meaningful questions and then I'll just be on our way. And that's pretty much it. Like, we'll just start talking
4: from there.
2: And you see, with like the community racing too, it's just like how much people like are like the wee community is great. Like honestly, that's mm-hmm. what keeps me playing and keeps me around. Is like even if I don't love the game, like I'll still talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everyone everyone in it, you know, you you don't really meet dicks that often. Like everyone's pretty chill and everyone's down to help each other.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know anybody that I don't like. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of just like a pretty inclusive thing like community where most people can just get involved if they just want to put in a little bit of effort you know learn a bit of things you know have a few memes have a few laughs like like brittle Knee for the some number of races ago Brittany was in my chat like every day i didn't know who Brittany was i was like yo what up dude how we doing Brittany? glad to see you back just every day for like two months straight and then i was like oh she's a commentator she was studying for this race coming up oh i didn't even she was just you know <laughs> getting the know-how from one of the racers. She was in other racing streams, too. So, yeah, it, it's really just like an inclusive community, I would say.
0: That sounds so wholesome. But yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with uh, the, the fact that uh, the community is what keeps PoE going uh, for a large part. I mean, obviously, GGG is doing a very good job with their um, periodic releases um yep. a continuous expansion but if it wasn't for the the loving community and that's what i said earlier as well it's about the, the hardcore audience that you need to keep interest in the game because those are the people who make the guides those are the people who who push the hundreds who who win the races who who make the youtube content and that's what people um aspire to and, and if, if that falls away if, if ggg doesn't keep The hardcore audience involved and loving the game then i think slowly but surely the the rest of the community would fall apart as well
5: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i agree with that
2: yeah i mean i've been playing games for a while obviously i played like you know wow and i feel like poes you know for a long time had the best probably community in video games just like a group of people who really want the game to do well and and racing is no different just people who really want racing to do well um like, one of the initial conversations I had with, like, Gucci and Ventura, who really helped me put together that first race, was really just, like, I want people... I wanted to set up, like, a, a race where, like, people are like, all right, this isn't something that's impossible. And hopefully it'll get people to make more races. Um, and, yeah, and we ended up... Like, now people... There's systems. I feel like putting, making a race isn't that hard because we've done it so many times that, yeah, we just have, like, everything in place to be able to do it. Hmm.
1: Um, there's
4: some there's some logistics involved
1: but like you know for the most part it's uh it's a lot better than when we started i would I would say
4: well even
2: with the logistics it's just like if someone messages me and they're like hey i got a question about x like i'll i'll always answer a question or help try to help someone mm-hmm. set up a race um it doesn't happen too often anymore just because i retired so i think people right. are figuring out on their own but like I don't, I don't think I've ever actually talked to Soupline. He's just kind of doing how How have those races been? He's just kind of doing his thing, right?
1: They're good. They're just doing his thing, pretty much. Yeah. just kind of like he just he's not like you know, let me grow this huge thing and make it a huge Pewey esports. It's like let me just get the boys together every Friday
4: and we're just gonna race. Who you knows what it is?
2: Well, that I mean, that that was another thing. That, uh, even beyond the racing was. Um... How many people got like casting experience? Like Brittle okay. got casting experience. Ziggy got more casting experience to do the Exile Con race. Rise Octavian. Uh, Octavian. Yeah, all the people who did the Method races. Um, I don't even know how many I ended up doing. It was like eight or something. I ended up getting casting experience from it. I casted the the Method uh, Awakener race. Oh, which was a uh. a real challenge.
0: <laughs> how do you feel <laughs> about <was> casting? Long. <laughs> uh.
2: I'm skewed because I casted twenty-four hours of a league start and it was uh it was a challenge. It was a real challenge. Wait, you did the I entire
0: really... twenty-four hours in one go?
2: No, no. I did eight eight hours in the first day, eight hours on the second day, eight hours on the third day. And a league starts like really hard because there's just like no focus to it. She's like, Okay, well, this person's mapping. It's literally like just like doing a comedy routine. However, I figured out a cheat. So like on day two, Carv was streaming. And <laughs> I love Carv. Carve's like one of my like good buddies from POE. And so amazing. I just like I figured out that he was listening to the cast, but wasn't it wasn't coming through on his stream, like mm-hmm. the sound. So I would just randomly say things to make Carv laugh and then just watch his reaction. <laughs> and it was just like me and Carv <laughs> doing like weird like comedy
4: routines for like Five hours a day. That <laughs> oh, was the best. Uh, that is pretty Curve. good. Yeah, love carve. It's, it's a pretty cool thing good. to do to set up. I, I've been thinking about that, like
0: as well. Like I, yeah, it's just cool to be able to do audio routing in a way that your stream listens to something else that you're listening to, not just for like listening to race events or something like that. Also, I don't know if you don't enjoy a particular style of music or like
4: one song, you can just you know, fade it out for yourself and, and have it running. Hmm? Good idea. I do love that. Bella looked like, that. yeah, you looked like you wanted to say something for a moment.
3: Uh, just, just one of my favorite bits of the Go XLR was rerouting audios to different volumes, and now the game volumes are all much louder in my head when I have, when I can afford to have combat sounds on, but I don't have to deafen stream
4: now i can hear stuff over the top of my music which i couldn't before uh i really like that <laughs> that's
2: like one of the things about racing it's like uh i remember during the duo race me and havoc like we're taking this seriously no music nothing <laughs> dude we're just gonna sit here with our <laughs> communication <laughs> like that's so funny when you see someone with no music like oh this guy's taking it seriously
1: Dude, when I practiced with, with my duo partner, an actual Horn, we were just like, Hey man, I don't have a partner. You don't have a partner. Let's just have some fun, dude. That's pretty much what it was like. I was gonna hit up uh tricks, but I knew Horn a little bit better, so I was like, Hey, we you know, you're sort of a racer, and I'm sort of a racer, so let's sort of race together, I guess. And I was just it was just a bunch <laughs> of fun. We we died in like every single practice run. We weren't expecting to like get second place, but and the up one and thing that
2: upset me about doing that race was that I couldn't be in the discord call with Rise and Dead and Doom. which <laughs> had to just be a constant flame war
4: Probably those two playing together uh it's gotta be so good <laughs> group races the best, yeah uh the, we have like still like two or three topics to pluck from
0: uh the, i think I think a big overlap between the method rush season and the China race is, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, I think it was you, Taita Killer, who brought that up, is the implications of having a high price pool in races. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about how like, racing, pro- I assume, how racing is normally like a community-constructive sort of driven thing where people help each other, but when there's a big price money involved, obviously it's, uh, it's a little bit different. People keep secret strats and stuff.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I want I to hear Camel's thoughts on this, but basically just to expand is, like, like with, with ExoCon, I just completely, like, shut down all communication with, like, you know, other people and uh, not everybody. I still talk with friends, obviously, but like, I wasn't going to, like, leak strats to other other racers and be like, hey, what do you think of this? You know, what do you think of that? Uh, I did talk with, like, a few people around that time, but I wasn't going to, like, you know, ask Ty what he's doing. And, you know, he wasn't going to ask me what I was doing, but, you know, if there's, like, some races where, like, the prize money is like 10 bucks and i can go and watch chip stream because you know he streamed the the soup line race last time and i can see how how he did something and i can see how i can improve i think i think it's better for racing but at the same time like if the prize money is 10 bucks i'm not really going to practice like eight hours a day kind of thing like it it's kind of a double edged sword having a high price pool. So you have a you have a race right and the price pool is like really high. People are gonna practice like super hard, but people aren't gonna like communicate with it. I think the communication takes place after the race, but uh sometimes, you know, there's another race coming up, like it's not too much communication there. We're in a weird spot right now where like the meta hasn't really shifted, so like there's not too much to innovate. There's some options you have, but for the most part it's like kind of this or that. I feel I'm not like sure if,
2: that's a uh, prize pool related though. Because, like, even if it? there was no prize pool in the Exile Con race, you guys still wouldn't have shared strats.
1: I would have, to be honest.
2: Oh, those guys. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I know Ty wouldn't have, and I'm pretty sure I mean, I wouldn't those, have
2: I mean, th- yeah. there are people who just keep strats.
1: Yeah. Because they want to I mean, win. Or... That's the thing, but like, I personally don't want to share strats if I'm like directly going to lose money as a result of it. I Maybe feel like. The-
2: that exile Con race was really fun for everyone who wasn't playing in it, who was a racer, because then we choose. So like i um, I remember early on in that race because I played the method GSF with Ty and I was good friends with Ty. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm only talking to Ty and I'm getting it so Ty wins. So like me and Ty would like be talking about like like strats a little bit. But like every all of us like picked our racer who we wanted.
5: <laughs> so it
2: was kind of fun in that way. Uh, But in terms of, like, uh, not sharing strats, I mean, just some people, yeah, just don't share strats. I don't know. I I feel like Havoc just doesn't share strats.
5: We've talked a few times.
2: Three people.
1: Yeah, we've talked a few times, but, uh, you know, when he comes to the table and he's like, all right, I've got these eight things. What do you got, Titan? I'm like, I found this.
2: The problem with Havoc is, you know, he gave you the eight things that he was, like, least excited yeah. about like, <laughs> he never tells you the good stuff Like he just tells mm-hmm. you some shit so he can get the good stuff from you yeah.
3: he had 12, well, he picked the best 4 kept them for himself <laughs> and yeah pretty,
1: I mean, <laughs> the just and how it you is. just
3: have to know you just
2: you get bamboozled one time and then the next time you're like I got this
1: mm-hmm. he's
2: not getting me again this guy
1: <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like personally like the prize pool kind of takes away from like like I'm, I'm doing this for fun, right? At the end of the day, I'm doing it for fun. But you know, when I see a price pool of fifteen hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars, I am less inclined to talk to the people around me to help them out. Like I feel like I don't want to go help Exile win more money because then I inherently lose money, and it's a large sum of money at that. Yeah, that's basically my point.
2: Do you think that's a problem? Do you think that's a do you think um, not sharing strats is a good thing or a bad thing?
1: I think it's a bad thing. I think that we should kind of come together and like be like, I think we can improve by doing this. I think we can improve by doing that. Like, there's probably some skills that are better than what we're using right now. But like, just due to lack of innovation, we're not really using that. But like, say someone were to find something better than Orbit Storms and like wasn't streaming, they could just like never show that, I feel like.
5: Yeah, I
2: mean, I guess it falls on the person. Like, I never really hid strats. The only time I did was in mm-hmm. the duo race with Havoc, but that's just kind of what you sign up for. Uh, yeah. I don't think you usually hide strats unless, yeah, it's pretty much just the ExileCon race, right?
1: Yeah, it was ExileCon and Method Race, but those are both just because I want to focus on practice more so than, like, I want to be an entertaining streamer. It's I just not like...
2: fun. And it's weird because you, like, yeah. I talk to the other racers like pretty much every day, and then I'm just like either lying to them or not
4: saying what I've been doing. Yeah. It does feel a little weird. But yeah, that was just my random thoughts on
1: the no strat sharing situation. Personally, I feel like it's related, it's tied to a prize pool, but I don't think it necessarily has to be.
0: I like the point that you brought up that potentially there's potentially we're all playing the wrong meta because we don't know what the best meta is. Because that reminds me of the, the conversation I had with, Pan, uh, with Camel leading up to the podcast, uh, the point where... What was it? When a Stormbrand was implemented in 3.5 Betrayal League.
2: Yeah, Everyone so, played uh, Stormbrand
0: and races, but there would have been already a better option.
2: Yeah, so um, we played Stormbrand in Betrayal. We had figured out that were was really good. Probably from like Uber or Rise. I think those guys had played Stormbrand at the start of the league. Because um, we were all still in the ArcMinds meta. We're like, ArcMinds is way better. And then we tried Stormbrand one day. We are like, God, we were stupid. Stormbrand's the best. <laughs> and so we just started playing Stormbrand. And then they nursed Stormbrand in 3.8? Uh, 3. 3.7? 3. I think it was 3.7. Yep. I think it was two leagues later. And then we... St- I, like, nobody knew what the meta was, and we do this race where, like, nobody knows the meta, and I'm, I do Storm, or uh, Shock Nova, because Methyl just had a video of Shock Nova, and it looked pretty good. and So I, I throw in an unlinked Orb of Storms and try it, and I'm like, wait a second, this skill is insane. <laughs> and then I thought about it later once we finally, like, figured out what the Orb of Storms build was. I was like, wait a second, we could have been using this for, like, three leagues, because it was actually better than old Stormbrand. Like, OG <laughs> Stormbrand was worse than Orbo storms, so there is there could be anything like ice nova could be the best. Havoc does this all the time. Havoc's just like, dude, there's probably what a skill if? out there we just don't know. Yeah,
4: what if yeah. melee's a play? Yeah,
1: I like to entertain that thought too. Until I actually load up a melee run and I'm like, I'm doing something fundamentally wrong here. So, what if <laughs> chain hook inquisitor is the greatest what racing build of all
2: time? What if? What if? What
1: if? I like. I mean, that's, I
2: mean. Honestly, I think that's like the the thing that Havoc is the best at, above all else, above anyone. Is just like having an open mind. Like yeah. if you ever tell Havoc something that you think is right, he will he won't dismiss it without trying it. Like he'll mm-hmm. at least listen to an argument, no matter what it is. Which is in Poe, where like there's like pretty much like an endless amount of possibilities of things you could do um mm-hmm. is like a really good mindset which i it, it makes sense
4: why he's like one of, one of if not players. the best player yeah yep 100 percent agree i'm sitting there thinking about Ranger now no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean you can get
1: some pretty nice times as ranger uh. anything else but toxic rain
3: yeah anything with
4: mirage oh. in it the that's come on ty,
3: ty <laughs> don't do that
2: Yeah. Yeah, this Mr. Sharon Strats isn't sharing anything on the ranger strats. (laughs) Who is this guy?
1: (laughs) Your rain of arrows, and you get a wand, or not a wand craft, but you get an elemental, like a lightning craft on your bow, and all your jewelry,
4: and you pop off. That's like the problem with, like, this is why you don't like speaking absolutes, because like, in a perfect world, you can
2: have a ranger run that's better than any witch run. Mm-hmm. Like, if in a perfect world. <laughs> if just the problem is you 30 just 30, never sure. make it.
1: You yeah. yes. <laughs> get luck off in that many trans you me. I'm going to be honest.
2: Like, you get the three-length green at level one. Like, off Hillock. Yeah. yeah. You get the whole setup.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So, so
0: maybe just someone needs to be brute-forcing the numbers.
4: Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we just need more uh, innovation. It's partly uh, my fault, but. It's I mean, the,
2: the thing is, uh, another issue with like when we figured out that Orb of Storms is the best is like, it's so obvious why it is. Is like, why can't I just like. You, then you just start thinking about every skill. You start second guessing like everything you know about the game. She's like, wait mm-hmm. a second. This, this skill instantly is placed. And if you have like chain any AoE. Or Prolif, like, it just one-shots the screen. So, like, I actually had that thought when I watched um, Wins, if you know Wins, the uh, software player, because I think he was the first person I saw using the, uh, was, like, Consecrated Path Mines. Is that what that build is? The the level one that does the Consecrated Ground, like, I don't, I don't remember purifying what that's called. Yeah, Purifying flame. sorry, thank you. Uh, purifying flame mines and i'm like oh shit like i i've never seen anyone use that skill
3: before like i, was, I didn't even know it was good best mine builds ever it's insanely good yeah like hits the whole screen like it's yeah, yeah it's really really like good the first the first mine hits like a little tiny area and then every single mine after just keeps cascading out and out and out <laughs> but that i guarantee someone tried that from a what if question
2: like what if Purifying flame is the best mining skill.
3: There it is. Pro- probably is a joke. You'd be like, I wonder whether this will be any Whoa. <laughs> Hang on.
5: <laughs>
2: Whoa. I mean, yeah, it's the cool thing about PoE. You just gotta try everything. Every sure. league, too. They always change around numbers, and there's new, like um, new cool, like when they change dark arts, they like completely changed PoE. Like Arcminds was so good, and then they add Dark Arts, and you're like, "Wait a second! I need to start self-casting. Screw yep, this going. mind shit."
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think but Dark that,
5: uh, Arts
0: is the the dual wield cluster, right? Yeah. For those yep. of us yeah. who are not Dependent. very familiar with the notable names.
4: Yeah. Cool recovery on travel skills. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty. So nice got some movement speed on side of it too. Some spell damage while dual wielding. Hmm. Or they make
2: like other changes, like the when they removed Alchemist, which is still the worst. I hate it.
5: You on mean adrenaline? Alchemist
2: or what, what was it? No, no, no. The, the last on top of which. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: Alchemist. They're talking about the the beastcraft.
2: Yeah, I think it was goaded. Oh, I still I missed the beastcraft for the adrenaline. Yeah. That was like one Understood. of those things where it's like they clearly don't care about racing because like Limiting the RNG with something like that would have been so good. Yeah. For anyone who's not aware, who didn't play in Beastie, you used to be able to guarantee an adrenaline from uh, mobs and climb. You'd like capture the mob, the goats, and then you'd have a guaranteed adrenaline.
0: And pretty much every winning or world record run that has been done was with an adrenaline.
2: I got a world record without an adrenaline. A world record Act Ten run without an adrenaline. And then I lost it three hours later to Ty. Never get a world record. Yeah. Never get a world record when Ty's around you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean you can go for him now. That's that's what happened to me. Ty just, you know, popped off. Funny story, actually, I got the x Ten uh Qatar World Record, you know, some months after Ty got it. And uh, you know, Havoc Havoc beat it by like less than a minute. And I was like, all right, let's pop off, let's beat Havoc. And then Ty just came in and beat it by like eight minutes or something like that. And I was like, all right, I give up. I'm just gonna focus on school. I'm gonna be honest.
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna get focused on school.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then we like all had theories of like is Ty just holding onto the
1: onto VODs? Yeah, what if everyone beats him? Drive. <laughs> there was a copy pasta where someone was like Ty 23 reaches over to his his drawer, pulls out flash drive number twenty three. You know He's like, yeah. I'll upload this run today.
3: Yeah. He got a bunch of <laughs> folders <laughs> sitting on his desktop yeah. with, that are just named different times. Yeah, so exactly, and that, that is only next, He could just be like, throw the one in above that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Because <laughs> it didn't
3: make any sense. I
2: had I had a world record for like a two hour and forty five minute run. This dude uploads a better one in three hours. Yeah, I was like, what? How did that even happen, dude? <sighs> is
3: this that good?
0: You just randomly started at the same time as you... you
2: mm-hmm. just better.
0: Just better. Some
2: there, people are better.
0: Yeah. Is, there, is there any other pivotal, noteworthy uh, points that you want to talk about in the, the race meta evolution? I remember that around Legacy League, when tai, tai came into the game and when we had the last official events, that a lot of people were doing the, the Leap Slam runs. Sunder, Leap Slam with Marauder and Duelist to Malachi, because obviously Kitava wasn't in the game back then.
5: Oh. And
0: yeah, from, from then to, to where we are now with Opera Storms and uh, I guess Stormblast Mine and, and a bunch of different options, actually. Uh, how did we get there? And what, what, what do you think
4: is, uh, is important to talk about, important to mention there? I would say that uh, the,
1: both the game has become easier outside of the you know most recent changes to make the campaign harder. Like there are lots of changes where like oh this is just sort of better than Sunder or, like you know oh this just makes it easier. Like when they introduced the wandcraft back in, I I think it was actually by League I don't I don't know which League it was but they introduced the wandcraft where you can craft like T6 flat dispels at level twenty. And I remember talking to Gucci and he was just like yeah this wandcraft's insane like. It's 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 nuts how how impactful this thing is. And so it's done in every single run. You know, we do one at eight and then two at twenty if you can, if it's that kind of race form and if it goes a little bit longer. But like there's there's lots of stuff like that where it's like it's just lean towards being easier in a sense. So that's one of the biggest reasons why time has improved. But another thing is just like player skills improved a lot. Like if you watch like really old VODs of like old old world records, they're like like night and day difference between that and like a tie 23 VOD, for example. I
2: actually disagree. I think well I think the Fantastic. game is easier. I think that the the game competing as a racer is way harder than it used to be. There's so many more buttons than there used to. dude. Like when they yeah. added smoke mine, people were furious. Like people having so two movement skill buttons. Oh my god, dude. It it's is kind horrible. of three. Yeah. It's kind of three, three movement the, skill buttons. The game well, does to... gucci have detonate as the same button that he does smoke mine i'm not sure i'd have to ask him about it but yeah the game there's just like way more to do and then they added like wave of conviction you literally just always have a full skill bar like back in the day it was literally just like all right i fire a storm for 20 levels like who cares yeah. like there's so much more tech and like mid-maxing now than there used to be like to be like as good as someone who's like really good at racing now, it just gets harder every league because they keep adding like situationally good buttons that if you can do it and like fit mm-hmm. it into your setup, then you're gonna be better than the other person.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So basically, the game became easier because we have more tools available, but the skill cap is higher because you need to juggle those tools and and you know know when to use yep. them correctly.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, that was, like, a big thing. I remember when we first started seeing this uh, good example was, like, people who were really bad at using War Banner, and people who were really good at using War Banner. And some people were really bad at using War Banner, and you could tell because, like, damn, dude, you're not getting anything done with that War Banner. Um, Because it was also in the meta where Explosive Trap was really good. So you'd have to be able to, like, time your Explosive Traps, have them not go off before your War Banner's up, but not throw your explosive traps too late so that you're missing out on time anyway. And then, mm. um, yeah, you just Leaf keep was. seeing
4: stuff like that, keep adding stuff. Leaf was a god at War Banner. Yeah. Leaf was a god at a few things. Yep. War Banner was one of them. Many things, in fact. Um, that was back when people played
1: uh, Templar. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Back that was like another thing players. that
2: me and Catmaster talked about this one uh, the other day, but it was just like the exclusion of gems to certain classes infuriates me. Like Templar not getting Swift Assembly or Smoke Mind so he can't be played in races unless you're Quantrick, who's like specifically trying to just beat, like what we were talking about with Havoc earlier, like just beat people at Templar so he can talk shit to them because yep. it's a worse class. Like the fact that it doesn't get smoke mined just like it's so ridiculous yep
1: Yeah, no. uh I, the, the only other thing i want to mention about uh the evolution of like metas is that like sometimes it comes along because of something got nerfed and so we look for other options i think um one of the big things that i dislike the most is when people ask for like a banned skill risk because like we'll all play like Orbistorms for a decent while and people will advocate for like ban orbistorms, do a race that the Storms. I want to see like Marauder only or like, you know, I want to see just this kind of format. I want to see Ranger only. That's that's cool and all, but what ends up happening is like, say Orbistorms gets nerfed, then we have one race where people are doing random stuff. We don't really know what's good. And then we look at, you know, whoever did the best and we're like, cool, that's the meta now, you know, or we can look at some build and be like, this is this is it. Like, this is gonna be the next meta. And so that that becomes the meta for the future. Mm. Like, like my, my point is that if, if we if we banned Orbis Storms, we would have one race where people are playing some wacky stuff. People are playing some pretty cool stuff, and then everybody after that would just play the same skill. It would just be the next <laughs> Orbastorm Storm. And what happens? Um, sorry, go
2: ahead, you, Baylor. Go ahead.
5: Well,
2: I was gonna say, so that's actually why I made the class race, the Debbie race, was mm-hmm. because people were like can we ban skills to see new shit? I'm like, that's a terrible idea. Let's just invite everyone and give prizes for each class so that way people are playing different stuff and we can actually see how other stuff stacks up against the top stuff in the meta. Um, yeah, so that was like a really um, important part of that class uh, race. That's very good,
3: Baylor. I, I always thought band, band skill races were weird, but for a slightly different reason. I always thought they were weird because they always get done as once-offs. And I always felt like if you were going to do banned skill races, what I would want would be a little, a little like a, like a list of them. Like, Oh, here's, here's 10 short races in a row, but whatever skill wins first can't be used in the next race. And then they just get banned just based on whatever one. And then by the time you get to the 10th race, nine skills are banned and everybody's got to go out of their way to do, to do whatever is now work out what the ninth best thing is. And I always thought that would be interesting, but having one race where you're just like, ah, oh, just ban that one strong skill. I was just like, that well, that's doesn't the only
2: seem... way to do it. Because like, if you look at this meta, if you just banned Orb of Storms, then everyone's just playing whatever the second best skill is. Like, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. So like, what you're saying is actually right. Like, yeah, that that's a good way to do it. Once again, that just costs fifteen hundred dollars to put together all those races. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, not a, not a great option if you want a bunch of you know one hour races. Let's do ten one hour races with bands. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Know but, this? Yeah. It brought so me back co-casters. to an idea
0: I had. Like, it would. I'm just going to quickly say that uh, it would be so cool to be able to ban like specific items or skill gems from dropping in a custom league, but like. Obviously, we can't expect to make, like, you can't expect GGG to make a super sophisticated user interface to customize the leaks. But just like with the item filters, they could give us a, a, a simple, you know, style sheet sort of language with which we could define custom leaks with like a, with like a text document that you just import into the site. And then, it, yeah, it would be just cool to exclude certain skill gems completely. They just don't exist in that leak. You just, you just can't get Orpa Storms. It's, it's impossible. That would be uh, pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, that could maybe do, be doable. I don't know. I don't particularly like band races just because I don't like playing the second best skill. I practice a lot to be good at a skill and that skill's one of the best skills, if not the best skill of that patch. And then now all of a sudden I have to play some crap skill because Reddit said so. I don't really like that.
0: <laughs> well, well, it wouldn't be every race from now on in the future. It would yeah. like, be a special you know, outlier event or like you know, for the sake of it.
2: One really cool thing that I figured out from the class race was that we were all actually horrible. So yep. TaiTai might remember that. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Tai? Mm-hmm. So Goliath, who is a racer, plays Templar, right? And so yep. we're just like chilling. We're all playing. And then he's like popping off. He's racing steel on Templar, just like dominating him. And we look at a setup, and this dude's got S- Stormbrand linked with Chain. And nobody had done it before. And we're like, wait a second. We could have been doing this shit for six months, and we're yep. just all too stupid to put one gym in to support this other gym. Like honestly, it would have changed racing was like, and that was a cool thing because we got everyone in, they tried different setups, and we had figured out that, yeah, we were all idiots for six months.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, we're still idiots, but
4: I, I'm still I had a specific
2: example of the six months of idiocy. yeah. So I guess long story short about racing is always try things. Listen to Havoc. What if? (laughs) What if? I feel
1: like
3: for new
2: players,
1: as like a a last minute note, is just like for new players, like if you want to get into racing, you like watch a VOD of someone you like, your hero maybe, Uh, whoever's like good. It doesn't have to be like the rank one guy. It could just be like Havoc or just be like Ziz. Anybody that's good. um, You take notes on what they do, and then you just literally try to copy paste what they do um too many people like try to reinvent the wheel without having the means to do so and so if you know what you're doing when it comes to racing and like maybe you're like within the ballpark uh you can you can actually start to like think from then on i feel like um obviously you can make innovations and you can make things that are improving uh but if you start doing too many weird stuff you'll deviate from like an actual speedrun i feel like um for most people i would say don't race against racers race against yourself uh you should Copy racers, copy what they do, but don't copy other times until you're, like, within a few minutes of them. Uh, otherwise, you get discouraged. You know, you should do this for fun. You should do this because you want to. You want to improve, that kind of thing.
2: Well, that was one... I brought this up earlier. That was one of the criticisms I had for you, TyTy, was I feel like you were in that spot for longer than you should have been. I used yeah. to always give him the... Uh, I used to always give him the criticism of he was thinking too linearly. So he would just try to, like, copy, like, let's say, Havoc, and he would just... Yeah keep speed running this thing instead of actually like slowing down his practice and like thinking like critically about how he can improve. And I think maybe he just thought he was worse than he was. Like he reached a point where he was good at the game. And then once you reach the point where you're good enough at the game to be able to like replicate someone else's run, you should be starting to think for yourself about how to improve as opposed to just like stacking yourself up against another person.
4: Mm -hmm. Which he fixed. Look at him yeah. now—he's all grown up. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh. <Aww. laughs> well, yeah. You guys have anything also. else to say? You probably have to leave really quickly for the
0: for the event. Oh,
1: yeah, I got a I got an X fibers in one minute, so in just one minute. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, well, all right, we're, we'll probably hang out and then then chat for a little bit, but you're obviously excused, uh, and uh, we'll we'll be um, keeping a close eye, close eye on your progress. Thank you so much yeah. for joining, and if you guys don't know Ty Ty Killer, make sure that you familiarize yourself with him by watching him race. Alright,
4: Take it everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah, I have to fix the overlay. You guys can keep the show running. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Baylor. Hi. How you doing? Just hanging out. Are you not, are you not doing any of the races from today? No. Do, do you nice. race still? Um, not organizing.
3: I
2: um, I don't know. Maybe. I just haven't been playing the game too much. It's a little hard for me just because if I stream it and I play in it, people kind of expect me to do well. And if I'm not practicing or anything, it's a little bit difficult. Um, I might be doing um, China. The Chinese rum. I think, might be doing a group self-found. Um, So I might be getting a group together for that. Um, Uh, gucci asked me if i might want to play gucci's like probably my best friend in poe so might play with him on that but uh yeah i don't know i'll do like the league start generally my my thing about poe is uh like now i just don't play it if i don't want to which sounds obvious but some people end up playing the game even when there's like a bunch of stuff they have problems with it so that
3: is you know that is not that obvious i I know it sounds uh, like it should be
2: I play, but, like, the League Star, and if it's just, like, if I'm not having fun, I just stop playing.
3: Yeah. Um, that's nearly a like, talent all stuff. in its own, just being yeah. able to leave and not play it. That's not something I'm good at. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same.
2: like, I used to, like, especially with, like, League starts, you'd be like, oh, this is kind of annoying, but, you know, I got to push ladder, or I got to do this, or I got to do that, and then now I'm just like, oh, whatever,
4: I'm just not, not really loving it. Now, now I'm now I'm curious as to where we end the YouTube video. <laughs> uh, I
0: think we're still going to talk one 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 section is something that I don't. I mean, it would have been nice to have Taitei Killer's input on that, but I think Camel has a lot to say about that, and that's something we've probably touched upon in some uh, moments, but we didn't really go in detail on that, and that's how. Uh, could GGG improve the game racing experience? Like we touched a little bit about RNG and then skill gems and infuriating things, but I think Camel had like an entire list almost of, of things that could be easily changed in the game to make the racing experience better without negatively impacting the game for anyone else.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the stuff that was on the Chinese realm would be obviously beneficial. Um, We've always had issues, like, I talked about with the Beastcraft earlier. One of the things, that was actually an underrated thing at the time because most people were playing Sunder, Um, so you didn't really use Quicksilvers. People were doing, like, leap slamming and stuff. Um, I think if they cared about... I think one thing that, um, one criticism that racing gets is that it somehow takes away time from GGG developing... um, the game as people see it. So like mapping, um, doing like, you know, soft core trade pushes or whatever, um, end game stuff. So one of the cool things is that we don't have a ton of overlap um, just because a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there is a certain group of people who think that the story mode of the game is just kind of like a tutorial for the actual game which is like mapping. And so a lot of the changes that you could make in story mode don't actually affect a lot of players, or, or if you increased or limited the RNG and increased, you know, um, drops that people are getting. Like, people talked who played through the Chinese realm. Like, you getting all this currency, like, you getting four chance orbs in Act 3 doesn't ruin the economy of the game, right? It just makes the game more pleasurable yep. for your playthrough. And so, to me, like, limiting RNG, you know, maybe making, like, a standard way to craft, like, Adrenaline, because... Adrenaline is such a major factor in RNG. Um, Someone IDing Adrenaline off Act 2 doing the den quests. Like, you get so (laughs) mad if you see someone do that. Um, So, yeah, just, like, basic stuff through the story mode of, like, trying to equalize it so that, you know, the game has a lot of RNG already involved. And I'm not saying we're, like, completely get rid of the RNG. It's just, like, it's a little too wide.
4: And it has been for a while for my liking. Yeah. That's I mean, if you if you play competitively, obviously
0: you you want to more or less consistently perform better than, than other people who are less skilled than you. And if if RNG offsets that more often than not, then it, that's yeah. I mean, it undermines your efforts. I can see that totally being frustrating.
2: So, like, what do you guys think about like um, what if like the vendors always had a three link at the start? Like, See, the level one vendors. I, I Like, I don't even know how I feel about it. I'm just, like, curious. Like, what would that ruin the game so that everyone just has a three-link at the
3: start?
0: Maybe not at the start. Maybe, like, when you get into... I don't into think it submerged. would make any
4: difference outside of racing. Mm-hmm. And at all. Just at all.
3: Like, it frankly, actually the vendor wouldn't even have like, to have a three-link. They could literally drop, instead of a three-color, they could drop a three-link Crime, kind of peace and it wouldn't make any difference to anyone
2: well i think it would improve like the new player experience right because like if you get ah. support gems you might not even be able to use them because you don't have a three link like they have level one and four support gems right but yeah. like you can't even use them like you can't even like get to know the game like didn't they say like an x amount of people don't even make it past brutus And like yeah because they're not like Like I've done practice runs where you have like literally like a two link and you're like, just want to like pull your hair out.
3: I've gotten to act two on a two link before and been like,
5: what has happened?
3: Where I've been looking (laughs) everywhere. I've checked vendors like six times. What just once every now and then it's pretty rare, but I've had it like two or three times. I've gotten all the way to act two and been like, I'm on a two link. Once I got there on a two link that was in my chest, because that was the only two link that dropped. One time I had to put a chest on to get a second link. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, that's, this is ruined.
2: <laughs> well, I guess that they're changing that with the gem changes in POE two potentially. Yeah. Uh, but this is something that people brought up with like, um, like, uh, trading and like the auction house. There's just like a lot of stuff in the game where you're like, okay, I understand your initial philosophy was to make X kind of game, But like every league, you guys have seemingly made a different kind of game. But some of the mechanics of this game don't match how they've changed the game recently. Mm. If that makes sense. There's like still some like really archaic systems in the game. Like, I don't. Yeah,
4: I feel like you should like even getting a three link off Hillock, I feel like would be fine. Or like, uh, yeah, maybe trading. I don't know.
2: And maybe that's some of the frustration with the players who played on the Chinese realm, because it looks like
4: they've been a little more innovative. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Three link on a vendor. And they oh. all, they get all the way up to, what, a five link
3: from a quest reward in Act 10? So they never have to stop and t- farm a tabula. It's just a, a five link and the three different armor bases for you to pick from, or armor types for you to pick from, so you can get whatever colors you need, and then off into maps and a five link. I'd never, ever stop for a tabula if everyone was getting a five link. I don't stop for a tabula now, but but everyone getting a five link to move into maps with is very nice. Would that really matter? Would it really
4: hurt anything? Um. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, think so. so. You I know, you know, there's great. like Project PT would be pissed. <laughs> They'd be like <laughs>
2: random, like people who are like, this isn't the PoE I remember.
3: Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like it would hurt anything to give everyone a five link when they hit maps. Like, it just, I mean, at the same time, I don't need a five link for anything when I hit maps. First four links are fine. But that's the thing. Depends on the build. If we know enough to have the right kind of power. crafts behind the character when you get to map you're almost not going to notice the difference between a four link and a five link in early mapping you're going to one-shot everything you move through
4: but your less experienced
3: player isn't and going to a five link for them is huge so it really only helps new players when it doesn't really affect experienced players much at all like yeah okay we've got a five link that's great But you know what? I was going to have a five link or a six link by the end of day one anyway. And my early mapping experience on a four link wasn't going to be bad. So you really haven't made a huge difference to me, but you've given the new player and the less experienced player that five link, which is fantastic for them. And that makes that smoother. So uh, well, all
2: that stuff only literally only affects day one of league start. Like you would vendor the five link probably. And like
3: softcore trade on like day three. <laughs> You're like whatever. But like day three, they're hidden. That better be a five-link six socket, or I'm not gonna see it.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like- I don't know what I think about that. Honestly, like when I started playing the game, no one would really plan around getting a six-link. Six links were like this unobtainable, like ultimate goal. But most people would would plan around a five-link in their build. And yeah, and by now this position, like what people plan around, like nowadays everyone takes a six link for granted. You're gonna have a six link, and
3: uh, yeah. even solo so self-found, you're just gonna have a six link.
0: Yeah, I, it's hard for me because I see both sides to the argument. I see that you know with. Two big RNG drops and two mean impactful things that it's, it's too RNG dependent to be good for competitive racing. But at the same time, I, as a, you know, also casual player, I like the randomness of randomly getting something that's very impactful for my build because it feels good. Like what we talked about earlier with the randomly in a, in a, in a race, um, getting a, a plus one want or, or like something.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a balancing act. I could I could understand someone who's saying that, uh, yeah, there's like a, obviously a good feeling to get good RNG, right? But there's also the converse of feeling really shitty about your bad RNG. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of just enjoy the level playing field a little bit more. Um, on certain things, I, I don't know. Like I said, I could be, I could have been wrong about the three link idea, but I think adrenaline has just been too, uh, too important and it's kind of really hurt racing how like uh how important adrenaline is versus the RNG of actually getting it and when someone gets it um
3: yeah it the should... other solution to that could would be to just raise the level requirement of adrenaline to like 61 and be like no one has it now you have to roll one when you get to maps you could do that
4: <laughs> Although then you're having not so much fun for a very long time. Oh he's back. Oh, oh. oh he's back. I I was gone. Yep, you were gone. But you were also gone.
0: Was that me? Wait, does that mean my podcast is gone? My stream should be still up, right? No, not not, not a single frame dropped. All good. We're good. It's yep, just Discord up. shitting the looks thing. Um. Uh, yeah to quickly conclude it uh, the, do you see a way the another big thing that you mentioned to me was the difference of load screen times regionally so people who are close to the Texas servers I believe like Hellman have insanely short load screens and people all over the world have, have different load screens do you see any way that that could be resolved for racing or like maybe only specifically for race events and not for the entire game but without uh without you know making the the game unnecessarily like sl- artificially slowing it down for everyone who would have faster times is there anything I don't
2: think I don't think there's a way for anyone to fix it other than GGG fixing it I mean I don't understand really how GGG hasn't fixed it like if you watch like if you watch Gucci like Gucci's load times or steals like anyone who plays in New Zealand or Australia like the game is literally just less fun like <laughs> Those load screens are insane. <laughs> Even if you have like a super juice computer, there's still like five to six seconds on average where like, Easy then you, load then you watch like old Thras videos or like Hellman or like someone who lives in Texas, like waggle or like Garatha. And it's just like 0.3 second load screen. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? I actually heard that this is like, um, not as big of a problem in the Chinese realm. I, I don't really understand why, but Garatha said his loot screens were pretty fast on the Chinese realm. Um, I,
3: I think I know why, but it's speculation. And if I'm wrong, the internet likes to shit all over you because you speculated about something. Um, but it looks like they don't jump through multiple places. Um, So what I mean by that is if I, from here load a new instance it goes to the sydney server the sydney server says i'm allowed to make an instance and then that jumps from the sydney server to the texas server that gives me a seed for the instance that then jumps that back from texas to sydney then sydney can make it and then they send it to me china doesn't have that they've only got one server so you go to the server kind of make an instance yes here it is and it's back and that's it it doesn't matter where you're coming from
2: like we've seen with racers, like some European racers in the past have played on like DC it's because it's like closer to Texas. So it's faster load times. We have worse yep. ping. So like, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. I just didn't think about it. So like if someone's playing on the Chinese realm, you just have 230 ping. But because it's only one server, you'll just have fast yep. load times no matter what you do.
4: But
3: what I don't understand, which is because I have like Literally no programming experience or development experience at all. What I don't understand is why Texas is the only place that can approve me making an instance. Why can't Sydney server approve me making an instance? Because the Sydney server is the one that makes the instance for me, but it has to get approval from Texas. What is that? Why is that a thing? Why can't my local server make me a goddamn instance without permission from Texas?
0: And maybe <laughs> all of those things are the reason why we don't get good performance and why we don't get race leagues and why we don't get end-of-league flashbacks because maybe GGG is very, very busy resolving all of these things that go on in the background that most people don't even get to think about, really. Maybe maybe they're really just trying to fix the game up and to clean up everything until uh, PUE2.
2: But I just don't get, like, I don't know. To me, like, so we, we brought up the load screens to um we brought up the load screens to Chris when we initially talked about racing and what could improve racing. I just don't understand, like, imagine if you told every EU player we can cut three seconds of loading every every instance. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that's like the greatest evolution
4: of the yeah. game possible. Yeah,
3: I, I literally, i I. I genuinely would like to know why my Sydney server or every server isn't allowed to make an instance. Why do they all have to come from Texas? Cause that's what causes the problem. If, if every server was making their own instance, I don't know what that is. I'm sure there's a good reason. There would have to be, or they would have just changed it, but I don't understand it. And so I would, I would just, Really like the explanation of that because I don't, I don't know what's going on, right? Like I don't get it, and since it's something that in my simple-minded head seems very simple and easy, <sighs> I'm very confused as to why it's not done. And yeah, that like it, it feels that's like a, when funny. your
2: parents tell you like it just is, and <laughs> then you just have to stop yeah, it. It just
3: questions. is like <laughs> like that doesn't work for me. I need an explanation, please.
4: Yeah, give me a that. good explanation, and I'll be sated. <laughs> yeah, I think that that that's a good note to end on. Unless you guys want to add anything,
0: if you guys have some closing thoughts, I'll quickly let the people know that we are at the end of a uh, two and a half hour live podcast this podcast will be uploaded in full as usual to balor mages youtube as a video version and as an audio version to um uh, pretty much everywhere where you can listen to audio podcasts i haven't last time i had a really nice prepared outro speech this time i don't have that luxury so um if you haven't already guys check out uh tai tai killer who's racing right now as seen in the middle screen. And check out Camel. Camel, what are you up to these times? What can people hit you up for? Do you, you want to coach people in Valorant? Are you going to host uh, community events in Valorant?
2: I want to thank you guys, obviously, for having me on the podcast. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Pleasure. Um, Likewise. Uh, if anything, you can go to twitch.tv slash Pradas. My man is trying
4: to get partnered. Go hit him up. Go sub. Don't watch me do anything. I suck at video games. He's he's
2: a gaming warlord. So go watch him. Don't watch me. Or these two guys.
0: But you're open to requests when people people are like, hey, I really want to get into organizing PoE community races, but I just need a little bit of insider information of someone who's already done it, some expertise.
2: I will help you. You can hit me up on Discord. My stream, it's a wasteland. There's nothing good happening on my stream. Go watch Gucci Pradas. Maybe you'll see us play some Apex. Go watch one of the million other Poe streamers like Cat and Baylor. But yeah, thank you very much for having me
0: on. Thanks for coming on. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure to uh, to yeah listen and to uh, engage in conversation, both uh, you of course and uh, the tai,
4: tai Killer who uh, is not able right now to respond. Baylor, but he is already in act too.
3: That's insane. Um, right. Yep. Uh, I don't know.
0: I well, guess. anyway, if you enjoyed the episode, yep. there's a bunch more episodes. Check out Ballow's YouTube. Like I said, check out the various audio platforms. We've been on all audio platforms since episode 27. This was episode 29. And episode... 30 in which we'll talk all about the upcoming league announcement the next league will be announced on the 2nd of June and the weekend after the 2nd of June on the 6th of June if everything goes right we will have another podcast for you lined up with uh, Balor Mage and myself and hopefully uh, two impactful two guests that can can hope to be as impactful as Camel and TaiTai were on today's podcast <laughs>